Martin Borman. How you doing, baby? Rudolph oh. Hess, Dr. No. Mengele, Joseph Mengele. Yes, Goebbels. Don't forget Joseph him. Goebbels. Who am I leaving out? Heinrich? Did you say Himmler? Heinrich Himmler. Don't I told you, Hitler. folks, fascism is alive and well in America. If this is what you like, if all the censorship that's going on, if all your favorite people being yanked off the radio, if this is what you like, then by all means, vote for the Bushmeister and his Nazi band of lunatics again in 2004. But if you don't want no more, I'd say I'll get him out. When in doubt, vote him out before it's too late, before we don't have no more elections. Howard Stern dropped from Clear Channel stations. So evidently they ran the... Old Paul and Young Ron on uh, simulcast this morning, being yeah. creative as they are, cheap channel. And, of course, their boy, John Hogan, not the driver from Pompano Park. John Hogan is uh, testifying before Congress today. It's just a coincidence that cheap channel has been firing everybody in sight and now banning Howard from their six stations. The good thing for Stern, at least for the time being, is that cheap channel only had him on six stations all across the country. The bad thing for the people in South Florida who like the Howard Stern show is South Florida was one of them, along with Orlando and Rochester, and San Diego, and Pittsburgh, and Louisville. I guess Brother Wee's are probably pretty happy across the lake, you know? I reckon. No more Howard, at least for the time being. And the rumor that we're hearing, and again, it's just a rumor, you can't always count on rumors, just like that bogus information we got yesterday about WKAT and all that bankruptcy crap. Uh, when you get a rumor, George, consider the source, okay, from I, now on? Sure. And just say, oh, yeah, sure, whatever you say. A KAT is alive and well. They're pumping out the classical hits, and uh, they're doing just fine, okay? So disregard that, please. And as far as all these other rumors, well, that's exactly what they are. That uh, You won't be hearing Howard Stern on Big No Mo. They evidently had a big staff meeting over there this morning with their sales department and told them, uh, well, what we're going to do is keep old, huh? Yeah, good luck to them. Old, uh, young, whatever they are, Ron and Paul, stale with everybody else's material on Big and then find a new morning show for Zeta and Howard, bye-bye. Uh, hey, Howard, bye-bye. Absolutely. Oh, wrong Howard. Radio station giant Clear Channel Communications said yesterday it was dumping nationally syndicated shock jock Howard Stern from its stations under a new zero-tolerance policy toward indecency. In dropping Stern from its six radio outlets to carry a show, Cheap Channel cited his interview on Tuesday with Rick Solomon, the man who was filmed having sex with hotel heiress and TV reality star Paris Hilton in a video widely distributed on Internet porn sites. According to the transcript of the show released by San Antonio, Texas-based Cheap Channel, Stern asked Solomon if he engaged in anal sex and referred to the size of his penis. Then a caller asked Rick Solomon, Ever bang a famous nigger chick? What do they smell like, watermelons? And that was it. Now, keep in mind, by the way, this to me is the most damning thing about the whole deal. Keep in mind that they've been using, ever since the big edict came down, they've been using four dump buttons at a 90-second delay. In addition to which, I'm sure that each individual station has got its own dump button. Correct. So that means they have at least five opportunities to dump something if it uh, goes over the line. Is there any question that that stuff went over the line? No. No, not now. Not under the curtain atmosphere, no. So somebody along the line, in fact, all four or maybe five of those people, mm -hmm. or a whole bunch of them, ought to have be canned immediately, if not sooner. Anyway, the action against Stern came a day after Cheap Channel fired Florida radio personality Bubba the Love Sponge after federal regulators accused him of airing sexually graphic material on Tampa's WXTB-FM and three other Florida stations. Stern's New York-based show is syndicated by Infinity Broadcasting, a unit of Viacom, which also owns TV sta network CBS and MTV. Infinity operates 185 radio stations nationwide. And like I said, most of the uh, big markets, uh, it's Infinity, like in New York, of course, K-Rock. 
and L.A. and Chicago and uh, Boston and uh, markets like that. So it's really uh, South Florida and, like I said, Orlando, Rochester, San Diego, Pittsburgh, and Louisville, small potatoes. That, for the time being, dropped stern. A spokesman for Infinity was not immediately available for comment of ICOM. Spokesman declined comment. Neither Stern's agent nor producers of his show are immediately available. We got some quotes from what Howard said on the air this morning. Viacom President Mel Carmazan reportedly has imposed a crackdown on sexually unpleasant material on Infinity stations, declaring in a recent company-wide conference call, this company won't be a poster child for indecency, <laughs> at least not no more anyway. The action against Stern came after Chief Channel announced what Chief Operating Officer Mark Mays, who's an unctuous excuse for a human being, called a zero-tolerance policy toward material deemed in violation of federal decency standards for broadcasting. Clear Channel drew a line in the sand today with regard to protecting our listeners from indecent contact, and Howard Stern's show blew right through it. Chief Channel Radio President John Hogan said in his statement, It was vulgar, offensive, and insulting, not just to women and African Americans, but to anyone with a sense of common decency, said Hogan, who's in the fourth race at Pompano. The San Antonio-based company, the largest U.S. radio station operator with more than 1,200 outlets, which, of course, is obscene in itself, said it will amend contracts with all-on-air all personalities told disc jockeys financially responsible for indecent comments on air. The policy changes are the latest taken in broadcasters to address decency concerns following the February 1st CBS telecast of the Super Bowl halftime show, The Big <laughs> Flap, <laughs> as Janet Jackson's right breast... <laughs> was mostly exposed, not entirely, but enough on live TV to get everybody whipped up into a state of frenzy. Hogan said if a DJ is found to be in violation of FCC rules, there will be no appeals, no intermediate steps. If they break the law by broadcasting indecent material, they will not work for a cheap channel, he said. Hogan and other broadcast executives, of course, just coincidentally, are testifying today before Congress about broadcast standards. It's just a coincidence that they can't bubble the love sponge earlier in the week and that they dumped Howard off their six stations Yesterday, Gordon Hodge, a media analyst with Thomas Wiesel, said he doubted the move would have much financial impact on Cheap Channel, given that it carried Stern's show in just six markets. Uh, he also predicted that other stations in the six markets would pick up Stern's program. It would be quite profitable for a smaller company, he said. The only problem with that being, of course, that in the South Florida market, Cheap Channel and Cox and uh, Beasley own just about every station on the dial. And uh, are, is any of them going to put them on the air? No. I sure can't see it. Can you? I can't see anything. <laughs> Are you blinded by the light? I'm blinded by the right. I see. Blinded by the right. As I keep trying to tell you, folks, this is only the beginning. This is what they have in mind. They're taking away all your choices. All And the excuse being, and nobody with a brain believes it, do they? No. The excuse being, oh, that was the most, that put us over the edge, that yeah. breast incident there on a... Right. Oh, please. Like Cracker, please. Read, I'm sure glad they're protecting us from indecency. Wow. You know, Holy tamole is all I can tell you. All right, let's give the poll result from yesterday. we got a lot of fish to fry today. Bob and Time are pulling back, too. They're not going off the air, thank goodness, because they're great. But uh, they're pulling back. 2,247 votes on yesterday's poll. Where do you stand on George W. Bush's proposal to pass a constitutional amendment banning gay marriage? That's the important stuff right now, ain't it? No. Oh, yeah. I'm all for gays to have the right to marry. 1,088, 48.4%. I don't care about the issue. It's divisive, 579. I'm against gay marriage, but I'm against an amendment, 336, 14.9%. And I agree with the Bushmeister, 244, that's only 10.8%. Pretty lame out of almost 2,300 votes. Only 10.8%. Wouldn't you say? I would. I would say. Now, here's today's poll that was going to be like kind of wallpaper behind everything else that's going on today. You know what I mean? No, what do you mean? 
I mean, the audience will fill in a bunch of choices on here, but there's a whole uh, heavy-duty yeah. plate. We've got a big plate to, uh, to lick. What was the absolute worst movie of the last 15 years? Now, the reason I had 10 years and I, ch I changed it, I'll be honest with you, yeah. I changed it because I, I wanted, the real reason I did this poll is because I wanted a chance to rip Scent of a Woman again. And I looked it up in my book and it comes to find out it was 92. So, you know, so I made it 15 years. The absolute worst movie the last 15 years, Scent of a Woman, Six Degrees of Separation, or The Blair Witch Project. Those are the only three that we're putting on there in the beginning. George thought Six Degrees of Separation was just garbage. Yes, what he said. but I think Blair Witch will win. Do you? I do. I see. And, of course, The Passion of the Christ might get a few votes on there, too. Uh, but we're not going to put that on there yet until somebody suggests it. Some, you know, it's amazing how some of the uh, networks are finding these um, these suck-ups to come on and say, Oh, yes, well, it was really very magnificent, and it was uh, poignant. And it brought... Of course, the one woman in Kansas City, she or wherever that was in Kansas. Or was it? The woman that croaked? I think it was in Kansas. No, it was in Kansas, but was the um, Wichita. Uh, she's not going to be laughing about it too much or enjoying it because she's dead. She had a heart attack and she died. We'll get to that. Well, the Lord called her home. Is that what it was? Yes, it was her time? Sure. And I'm sure she's in a better place now There's than no East place. Wichita. Is there any doubt? Almost any place would be a better place than East Wichita. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, we'll get to this fact in a second. But we got to do the break and then we got to get into this uh, new poem. we got a boy, the Bob and Tom story and the dead lady at the movie and uh, Mel Gibson's a jackass, etc. and so on. Nice going there, uh, Michael Powell, you idiot. And the FCC, a bunch of lunatics. And like I told you, we're going to just read, uh, we're going to talk real nice from now on. Yes, we are. <laughs> I mean, if it's anywhere near the line, if it's even close, if it like uh, rhymes with the word duty, like beauty. Boy, what a beauty, uh, no? That rhymes with too duty. Too close to home. That's right. So do your duty and cut the crap. Twelve minutes after 10 at 560 WQM. It's the last mortgage you'll ever need, friends. It's the only one mortgage from Financial Group. The benefits are absolutely incredible. You pay zero closing costs, zero application fees, zero credit bureau fee, and zero discounted points. Get yourself that new low interest rate of just 1.25%. If you have a $100,000 loan, your payments are only 334 bucks a month. If you have a $200,000 loan, you pay only 668 a month. And don't forget, once you refinance or get you that new home mortgage from Financial Group, you will never, ever pay closing costs again. If you want all the information about it, call their new toll-free number, one 866 395 Lend. Get the low rate mortgage you deserve and then move to your next property with no further cost or expense. You pay zero underwriting fees, zero dock fees, zero closing costs, even when you move to another property. Get that new low rate financing of just 1.25% with the only one mortgage from Financial Group. For details, call this toll free number and, like I said, never pay closing costs again. 1 866 395 Lend. That's Financial Group. 1-866-395-LEND. They're an equal housing lender. Restrictions do apply. Rate subject to change monthly, 4.21 APR. Live and local, this is 560. The radio's all yours now. QAM. Were you drudge packing? Sopranos, Sopranos, they're bringing them back. The Sopranos, Sopranos, hey, they sure know how to whack. I love it that you'll feast your eyes on those wise guys. Sopranos, Sopranos, it's better than that sex in the city crap. Now Tony's alone, he's been kicked out of the house. 
He stuck his hands in some other frog's blouse. Oh, my God. Hey, he commits crime, sometimes takes a life. Might even put a hit out on his wife on the Sopranos. The Sopranos. The Sopranos. They're back in town. Ah, forget about it. All right. See, now that's a kinder, gentler Sopranos bit, right? Oh, it was very mild and refreshing. <laughs> that's the kind of stuff we're going to be playing. 1018 at 560 WQAM. Here's a fax from somebody that's really pissed off and fired up. It says, I am so effing sick of this FCC censorship uh, diversion. I just don't get it. Nobody has a right to watch television, listen to the radio, read the paper, etc. Uh, yeah, now you're starting to get it. Just like operating a motor vehicle, entertainment is a privilege. So what's going to happen to your life if you don't listen to the radio because you think it's offensive? How will not listening adversely affect the quality of life? Will some crucial bit of data be overlooked or missed? Of course not. And don't drag the children into this argument. I don't have any kids. Why should I have to be responsible for your children? The fascist Republican moralist maniacs are acting like it's an entitlement. Of course, they're supposedly against entitlements. It's not. If you don't like the programming, just block the channel from your TV. That's what I do to Fox News, MSNBC, all the other propaganda stations. I find them offensive, so those channels don't exist in my house. Better yet, just throw away the TV and radio. Spend time with your family if you're so damn concerned about family values. He does have goddamn, but we're not saying that anymore. That's the last time I'm saying it. If you're so damn concerned about family values. This is just a euphemism for justifying hate. And then he says, the reason Howard is off Clear Channel is because the past two days he's been blasting Bush and his ilk, saying he's got to go. Well, I'm glad that Howard finally caught on, but maybe a little bit too late, at least for the people in South Florida. Because he was sucking up to the Bush. What did I say? When you suck up to the devil, man, you get the tail in the puss. That's what you get. And that's what he got. By the way, uh, let's see. Here's a little bit about what Howard said this morning. I'm sure we'll have some spy reports. People listened on the Internet. Yeah. Stern expressed a measure of frustration on his show today, which is still being carried on stations owned by a rival radio network that distributes the show to major markets nationwide, meaning infinity. I'm not even sure I would talk about, should talk about it, he said at the beginning of his show. I could blow my stack. I'm trying to be cryptic, he said later. To tell you the truth, I don't know what's going on. I don't even know what's going on. They're so afraid of me and what this show is represents. The thing I just don't like about Clear Channel being forced to suspend me, it makes it seem like I did something wrong on Tuesday. They're being forced to say that I did something wrong. A caller called and used the N-word, and I hung up on him. I'm so tired of this, said Howard Sperm. He's tired of it. And, of course, so is everybody else. But like I said, there are two things you can't afford to be. Isn't that what I said yesterday in this business now? Stubborn, Stubborn and stupid. stupid. Either one. Stubborn and stupid. And if you're both, it's a bad combination. So, in other words, if that paycheck, if you need the cash. Now, Howard don't need the cash. He's a multi-multi-millionaire. He can tell them all to screw off. Sure. And if I were in that position, I would do exactly the same. I'd say, well, you know, this isn't any fun anymore because we have to, like, dance around the edges of everything. Although I tell you, the fun part is being able to be here every day blasting these fascists and at least we're being one of very few voices in the wilderness who still uh, is doing that. So if that's all we do from now till uh, till whenever we uh, can't do it no more, I'm going to do it. Right on. And Don't tell it on the mountain. I'm going to tell it on the mountain. Watch it. I'm watching it. Nationally syndicated radio talk show hosts Bob Cavoyan and Tom Griswold. Bob and Tom have made a career out of saying naughty things on here, it says here. But from now on, they say they're going to be on good behavior. And aren't we all? You bet. Griswold, co-host of the Bob and Tom show, heard on more than 130 stations, said he has no intention of testing a zero-tolerance rule on indecency issued yesterday by Clear Channel Communications, which owns the show's flagship station, Indianapolis WFBQ. 
We're going to do a show that a soccer mom can listen to with their kids in the car, Griswold told the Indianapolis Star for a story today. Griswold and Cavoyan, Bob and Tom have built a reputation based on humor and music laced with sexual innuendo and off-color references. They've incurred one FCC penalty in more than 20 years of broadcasting, and their show was the target of a 1985 advertising boycott by a group called Decency in Broadcasting. <laughs> right. Griswold said it's difficult to judge what is or is not acceptable by tracking material that's drawn fines. The rules are very vague, he said, and of course he is... Absolutely correct, sir. I'm not going to take the chance of being anywhere near the line we pulled way, way back, say Bob and Tom. And the excuse for all of this, I mean, life was going on. Oh, here's one that says Luongo is God. I told you the Leafs would roll over and play dead last night, and I was right. And Luongo, three shutouts in four games. He's the best. It says, too bad there were mostly Leaf fans there, and again, about 30 Panther fans. About 30, man. Not there on freebie tickets from Subway. He says, not going to get too excited about chance for a playoff till they string a few more good games together. Also wanted to let you know that your good buddy Randy Moeller supplied a great drop last night. After Kolnick's second goal, Moeller said, uh, what's his name? Uray? Uraj? I don't know Careful. what Kolnick's name. I don't want to read it. Uriah. And it also says, the FCC and Clear Channel blow, says Brian. Right on, Brian. And, of course, the uh, background for all of this, the backdrop, radio giant Clear Channel Communications yesterday announced a zero-tolerance policy designed to keep indecent material out of broadcast on its 1,200 or so radio stations. And this, of course, coming the day before John Hogan, their executive, is going to be testifying before Congress on radio indecency. And if you expect, like I said before, your Congress people, if you expect Democrats, anybody else, is going to stand up for freedom of choice and for people's freedom of broadcasters, you're dreaming. Ain't going to happen. The difference being that at least when we had Clinton in there and somebody who wasn't to the right of Attila the Hun, at least they had other priorities before we had Michael Powell, Roland Cole, and Son in there heading up the fascist unit, the Joseph Goebbels FCC. Clear Channel is serious about helping address. Of course, meantime, Clear Channel has been raping the industry. They got over 1,200 stations. They've taken away all the choices already, basically, because every market you hear the same damn people. Now, the only difference being that the ones that you like, you're not going to hear, hear them in certain markets like South Florida. Clear Channel is serious about helping address the rising tide of indecency on the airwaves, Mark Mays, President and Chief Operating Officer, said in a statement. As broadcast licensees, we're fully responsible for what our stations air, and we intend to make sure all our DJs and programmers understand what is and what is not appropriate. Well, good luck to you, Mark Mays, because nobody understands. Nobody knows the trouble we've seen. The policy will include company-wide training, possible fines against DJs, automatic suspensions for anyone accused by the FCC of violating indecency rules on the year. On Tuesday, Clear Channel announced that it agreed to fire up, that it agreed. Now that's interesting. You hear the wording of that? Careful. Agreed. Well listen. It agreed to fire a popular Tampa, Florida radio talk show host known as Bubba the Love Sponge after deciding his raunchy show didn't fit its standards. In other words, they didn't just put him on again and say, listen, don't do this and don't do that. Right. We're going to can you in. No, they just agreed to fire him. We don't like your whole take. The company said their contracts with on-air performers are being modified to ensure that DJs share financial responsibility if they broadcast indecent material. CEO John Hogan said, from now on, every contract that Clear Channel enters into with on-air talent will include this provision. While that won't relieve Clear Channel from our responsibilities as a broadcast licensee, we believe it will have significant deterrent effect. And there you go. So the uh, beat goes on, man. And like I said, you can take your radio, your TV, your pop-up toaster, put them all in the swimming pool, okay? 
you can use them as ornaments in the pool, you know, like the rubber ducky. You can just put sure. your TV and radio in there, too, you and watch them float them around. And, uh, build something nice out of it, like a fort. Because this fascist government is trying to take away all your choices, boys and girls. And like I said, in fact, you know what I'm going to do? What are you going to do? Well, I say, I know I have it here somewhere. I'm sure I must have that cable TV thing that I promised I would read every day, and I haven't been doing that. Oh, here it is. Tape it up. Cable may also be targeted and fight against TV indecency. Lawmakers a week ago Wednesday raised the prospect of expanding the fight against indecency on TV to cable networks for the first time. Reformers who focus on network TV are missing 85% of the story, said the unctuous Michael Powell, because 85% of Americans now get their TV programming from cable and satellite TV. Congress would have to change rules governing the FCC before the commission could expand its oversight of cable TV because cable is a subscription service that doesn't use the public airwaves and historically has been out of the FCC's jurisdiction. But but in the aftermath of the Super Bowl halftime show, Congress may be willing to give FCC greater authority over cable. Oh, my God. Wow. And then we had the story yesterday about MTV, and they're cutting back on this and cutting this out and uh, taking these things off their playlist. You talk about freedom of speech, man. It's ancient history in America. Our, uh, the Internet, though, still ain't regulated, which is why we put as much filth and perversion on there as we possibly can. In good taste, of course. Of course. Like today's lovely picture of Tiffany Amber Thiessen. Nothing filthy about that. It's Not clean, at all. wholesome. Right. She never stole a freight train. Nope. So there's Timber. Uh, Tim, Timber, Timber Am Tiffany Anthony. <laughs> whatever her name is. She's on there. Thiessen. Well, Thiessen and Lemon. See, there he goes. Thiessen. There he goes, and I know exactly what you had in mind when you said these and those. No, See, you don't, pervert. You, yes, I do. I had the Bible and the He other doesn't Bible get it, Josh. It. He doesn't get it. Josh will be handling the rest of the show for the rest of the year. George is going into rehab, potty mouth rehab. Oh, look at this. A closer look at the new focus on decency and the latest on the newly released film, Passions of the Christ. Right. There you go. Well, at least, at least it's a third subject now, okay? Howard Stern off Clear Channel, Passions of Christ, and uh, No Fag Marriages. That's America for you. 1027 at 560 WQM, if you want to get away from it all and enjoy yourself and have some fun, Pompano Park is hosting its biggest night of racing for the entire season this Saturday, February 28th. It's the Isla Capri night at the track headlined by the $160,000 final of the Isla Capri Pacing Series. But that's not the only action on the track. Saturday's program has got the $75,000 Mac Lobel Trotting Series final and the $50,000 Red Bowtie Invitational. And the first 4,000 fans at the track Saturday, starting at 6 p.m., will get a free Isle Pace T-shirt. There will be free vacation drawings for trips to the Isle of Capri casinos in both Biloxi, Mississippi, and Our Lucaya on Grand Bahama Island. A free family fun night and live music, too. And this Friday night, February 27th, as in tomorrow, there will be a money machine at the track, and fans can enter for free to win a chance to grab $1,000 in cash and betting vouchers all throughout the night. Easy to get to Pompano Park, just a half a mile from both I-95 and the Turnpike. And Pompano Park features free admission, free general parking every single day. Live harness racing in the poker room open every Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, like tonight, Friday and Saturday at Pompano Park. Poker starts at noon, goes on till midnight. Live racing gets underway tonight and uh, nightly 7.05 p.m. So if you want to have a blast, this is the place to do it. Big weekend coming up at Pompano Park. For more info, call them at 972-2000 or go online at pompanopark.com. <laughs> Sports Radio 560. Q A M. The word police, the word 
63 at 560 WQM. Here's a fact that says, I hope you are not next to be suspended. No, that ain't going to happen. Like I said, we're not going to be uh, stubborn or stupid. If uh, you were, we can always hear a mix of your material and Howard's material on that god-awful Ron and Paul show. <laughs> Staler than last year's Matibri. It says, forget Bin Laden and Sodom. This FCC is the biggest threat we have going. I'm 27, and I can't enjoy a G-damn chuckle in the morning. You see how I did that? Very, because very of a, a group of old farts are deciding what I can and can't listen to, says Charles in Fort Lauderdale Beach. Sorry, Charlie. Gosh darn it. Gosh dang it. Those G-damn, gosh darn, whatever it is. I mean, this has gone so far that nobody, even yours truly, nobody could have ever imagined... The hysteria, the psychosis, and, of course, the best part of the whole deal is that the FCC now has said, well, there's no such thing as community standards. It's nope. nationwide. It's what the average adult would be offended by and find uh, whatever, and, and we'll decide what that is. Right. So, in other words, After that's code for, that's code for, we'll make it up as we go along. Mm -hmm. We'll build this big, gigantic highway, and we won't put any uh, speed limit signs on it, and we'll decide, you know, depending on how many tickets we want to write and how much havoc we want to create and how much paranoia we want to instill in the public, we'll decide what the speed limit is after uh, you decide how fast you're going to try driving. Yeah, if we like your car or not. Right, or if we like your altitude or not. WQAM, hello. Good morning, Uncle Neil. How are you? Okay. Um, I, you know what, I find um, Howard Stern um, offensive, but I do something really revolutionary. Yeah. I don't listen. Right. Why is it, I mean, I find Rush Limbaugh offensive, but when are they pulling the plug on his show? Oh, that'll never happen. Well, In I spite don't of all them drugs. See, that, that's the difference. If somebody says, you know, tries to do humor for adults, uh, that's bad. But if somebody's a pill popper and a hypocrite and a liar and just makes up crap on the air as he goes along, that's okay because he's singing the company line. Who are they kidding? Uh, I don't understand where, you know, where your freedom, well, freedom, <laughs> where where your freedom of choice begins and ends. I mean, I don't like certain kinds of ice cream, and I just mm -hmm. won't eat them. I mean, well, that's okay, because if these people, if these Nazis, uh, have, if it's up to them, there will only be a couple of whatever kind they like is the only kind you'll be able to eat anyway. I'm guessing. I, I get really frightened to see where when my choices begin and, and actually end. I, if I don't like something, I don't listen to it. If they're trying to protect the children, well, you know, Howard Stern's on when the children should be at school, and then you've got bigger problems than what they're listening to. Your kids are, you know, able to listen to Howard Stern in the morning and not be at school. You've got something else you should be dealing with. Right. So I don't understand who they're protecting what, you know, us from, ourselves. I mean, Howard, Howard's been on the air for, I don't know, 20, 30 years, at least uh, syndicated for many years now. 
And I don't see that people are jumping off tall buildings or committing suicide or going out and raping women because uh, Howard Stern does adult humor. And just like Bob and Tom or this show, any other show that's on the air that tries to, you know, appeal to an adult mentality, uh, we can't do that anymore. So the person who said, from now on, pretend you're talking to 70-year-old children, that's what we've all been reduced to. Well, good gosh, I'm going to have to go wash uh, my mouth out with soap. I'll have to Get be that careful. Clorox, honey. Get the Clorox out. Well, have a good day, Neil. And, you too. And you know, keep up the good work. See you at the border. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T. See, it's called freedom of choice, and of course that whole religion thing. Pretty soon you won't be able to choose on that. If you didn't like Passion of the Christ, which most of the reviewers ripped it in the ass, uh, well then uh, too bad. You gotta like it. And if you don't believe in Jesus, guess what? You better start believing right now because Easter's coming pretty damn soon. And uh, pretty what soon? Pretty damn Darn. soon. Damn soon. Sooner than you think. WQAM. Hello. Yes, sir. Okay, have a nice day. WQAM, hello. QAM. It's my heartbeat. WQAM, hello. Uh, yes, I'd like to speak with Neil. Speaking. Neil Rogers? Neil Downs. Neil Rogers, that's me, yes. Oh, I'm terribly sorry. I didn't uh, recognize your But voice. we only have one Neil working here that I know of. Okay. We have several anyway, Julios I... and Jose's and Jorge's and only Josh's, Jorge. but... Right. Go ahead. I, w I wanted to talk about uh, this nonsense with uh, the FCC and Michael yes. Powell. Mm -hmm. I, I just think it is unbelievable that they are intruding on everything these days. Yeah. Yet, for some reason, this president has decided that we should have a constitutional amendment with regard to um, censorship. Right. But... For some reason, when he was elected without the popular vote, there wasn't a hue and cry from the liberals or anybody else. But you know something? There, there, there should have been. Amendment. There should have been. That's the problem is that the so-called liberals are a bunch of pussies who sit back and they allow themselves to be run roughshod over, and this is what we have right now. They should have, uh, they should have been screaming bloody murder, but they didn't. You, you know, they rattled their spear a little bit, and then they rolled over and played dead like they usually do. It, absolutely, and I, and by the way, I, I don't agree with many of the things that the liberals say or the conservatives. I'd like to think that I have an open mind. But when it comes to social issues and our bedroom and uh, what we can listen to and what is decent or mm -hmm. not decent, uh, I don't need Big Brother to tell me or anybody else. I mean, what basically what this amounts to is they're rolling the clock back about 50, 60 years. I, I mean, this, this isn't just reactionary. This is insanity. Really is, and I, I, I'm just shocked by the entire thing. And then Clear Channel, I don't know anything about Clear Channel, uh, but they they take him off the air, even though he hasn't been fined for any of the things they're taking him off the air for. Well, it's just a coincidence, I guess, that their CEO has to testify in front of Congress today about the indecency in the media. I guess that's just a coincidence, and also the uh, fact they fired Bubba the Love Sponge on Monday. Well, I don't know who Bubba the Love. Sponge well, he's in is. Tampa. He did a really racy, raunchy show, but he's been there a long time. Tampa's still functioning. The city's still uh, moving along, and uh, that, that's what we got now. Whoever and they don't want on the air to express their viewpoint, uh, they're not going to be on the air. Right, and if you don't like the guy, turn him off. Right. Thanks so much. Good luck to you, Pally. Good luck to us all. Twenty till uh, eleven at five sixty QAM. Don't forget now, big sale on hip boots this weekend. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. 
If you're a skinhead or white supremacist, you know that the forces pulling the strings in the government are closing down on all those great websites we've become accustomed to. Well, we still have the U.S. Postal Service to rely on. So now is the time to join the Nazi of the Month Club. For just $8.99 a month, you get the complete history of one prominent Nazi, past or present, the particular groups he hates, and any subversive activity they may be planning. So no matter what the race, religion, or ethnic group you hate, Nazi of the Month is right up your alley. Just call 1-800-PINHEAD to order. Order today and get your very own synthetic Adolf mustache to impress your friends absolutely free. That's 1-800-PINHEAD. Order today. 1045 at 560 WQAM. Get that goose stepping thing going big time. 45 degree angle for that arm. You'll fit right in. And you order that little mustache to paste on, they'll never know the difference. I got a protractor just to make sure I get the right angle. Look at that. We got 56 votes on Q56. We haven't added too many movies. Just the Mexican on one of these faxes. The worst positively, absolutely most grotesque movie of the last uh, 15 years. You're right. Blair Witch Project 38. Nobody will touch it. Six degrees of separation nine. Set of woman six. The Mexican three. Those are the ones we got so far. You'll add some more, I'm sure, in between all of our hysteria and frustration. Vicky faxes and says, I guess the only thing left to say is they've won Shaking My Head Sadly. Remember that song by R Roberta Flack, Shaking My Head Sadly? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. With his love. Right. Uh, another gay female listener says, I love your show. I pray the dog, those evil bastards, don't mess with you and your show. I work at UM and listen to you on the web stream. I don't know what I would do without your voice of reason in my headphones. I live in constant fear that Big Brother or Sister is watching, and I may lose access to your webcast. Please pray for me. We certainly will. Lousy movie, she says. The Mexican sucks. Uh, P.S. I'm boycotting Cheap Channel. Ron and what's-his-name suck, too. <laughs> oh. Boy, there's an awful lot of that going around. I'm not really sure we can say that anymore, can we? I'm I guess we probably gonna. can. Well, how about, how about? They're not good. See, it won't even play it. Enough of the sucking. Wow, I had it yeah. that three times. Even my machine here, my computer is rebelling. It's already getting reprogrammed. I think it's God. By the Gruppenführer. Five, six, seven. We got to get some more movies on this list. Plus, I'm sure a lot of people got many things to say because they woke up this morning, and discovered. You know, Neil was right. He wasn't just uh, getting carried away. He wasn't funning us. He wasn't exaggerating. He was right. The, the fascists have taken over. You got the radio police, the word police, the uh, goose-stepping police, the uh, gay marriage police, the jaywalking police, the pot police. It's a police state, baby. Make no mistake about it. You got the uh, cover-up the boobies police there, led by John Ascroft. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Can I speak to George, or perhaps he can help me? I'm looking for that phone number for our ticket defense team. 1-800-1-800-741-8326. Got it. Thank you very much. You bet. See, yeah, no problem. <laughs> They're the best ticket defense team. There's right. another example, of course, the radar police. They're sitting back at a bush waiting to get your ass. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I wanted to talk to Neil. Speaking. Neil. Yes, sir. I want to talk, I want to ask you something. Go ahead. Hello? I'm listening. How come they, they feel that, uh, showing all this violence is okay, but showing uh, naked women is going to be so detrimental to us? Well, you see, pandering to uh, the morality of the religious right, the fundamentalist lunatics in this country, they don't really care all that much about violence. Otherwise, they wouldn't be schlepping to see the passion of the Christ in this two and a half hour, uh, crucifixion that goes on. 
and all the blood and the guts, uh, they would be concerned about something like that. But you ha sex is always the tool that they use, if I can say that. That's always the lever. Oh, sex and uh, nudity. It's just pathetic that America just refuses to grow up. Well, I know in Europe they, they have all this nudity sure. and ads, and, and they don't have over the, the air on over the over the air channels. You see uh, everything uh, you can imagine, and nobody gets hysterical about it. And they don't have nearly as much rape there as we do. And uh, uh, what can I tell you? Well, it's scary. When, when I turned the radio on and I saw who was off the air today, I said, "Boy, Neil was right." Yep. And they're still working on it. Believe me. Oh boy. Well, see you at the border, man. All righty. Clutch that passport tight. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. If you were sleeping in this morning, Howard Stern taken off Clear Channel stations. Luckily for Howard, he was only on six of their stations, but one of them, of course, big in uh, South Florida, WBGG. Who uh, and of course this morning with a really <laughs> they simulcast Ron and uh, whatever the hell his name is. You know, I was telling that the people in the building who didn't know what was going on. Yeah, and. Uh... They were not believing me like I was fun enough. They said they simulcast the uh, Ron and Young Paul, Old Paul and Young Ron, whatever the hell their show is, uh, Castronova, on INZ, on Winds, uh, Zeta rather, INZ FM, Zeta, and on uh, Big. So again, when Cheap Channel, this is what I keep telling you, when you have a handful of companies buying off all the radio stations, well, you haven't got a Chinaman's chance. And, you know, Cheap Channel, I'm delighted that they find you. I hope you have to pay the 755 grand. I'm ecstatic. Because here's another classic example, just like uh, Howard, the same thing, bending over backward to suck up, suck up to the right-wingers. Did it do them any good? No. no. Because they didn't bend over far enough, I guess. Unbelievable. All right-wing all day. It would be like them finding Fox millions of dollars, Fox News, biting the hand of their friends. They don't care. you got to goose step in line. This is just a lesson they're teaching Cheap Channel. If we're going to let you have all those stations, you better do it the way we want you to or else. In fact, maybe the government will just take over those 1,200 stations and broadcast propaganda around the clock. Sure, it'll be in preparation uh, for the election if we have one. But just stop and think about it. They got that Glenn Beck. You got Rush. You got Rush Jr. That Todd uh, Schmidt or Schnitt or whatever his name is. Uh, all right wing all day. Not good enough. And then of course our good friend. Are you sure? Yeah. Who also uh, turned far to the right. I wonder what he's going to have to say about it. Since he's a Howard wannabe. Since he uh, you know idolizes Howard Stern. What's he going to have to say about it? Is he going to turn on the uh, on the uh, right wingers? I don't think so. Not if he knows what's good for him. He better keep goose stepping. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, I'd like to add a movie to his list. Good. Uh, crying game. The crying game. Yeah. It would left you crying. <laughs> I left the theater in that movie. It was horrible. Okay. Thanks a lot, pal. Thanks. Sir. The crying game. Okay. We're starting to build this list a little bit. We got it. <laughs> like I said, it's in the background today. I mean, you know, I had this thing planned for doing a show today, build a list, but uh, it's like wallpaper because uh, there are other important things on other people's minds. So, by the way, speaking of that movie, The Passion of the Christ, yeah, woman collapses and, of course, she died. Had a little problem there in East Wichita, heart attack. She no problem. died? Yes. Not a problem. A woman collapsed in an East Wichita theater uh, yesterday morning during a showing of The Passion of the Christ, Peggy Law, Apparently suffered a heart attack. She was pronounced dead a short time later at a Wichita Medical Center. She died. Absolutely, Peggy Law, also known by some uh, to some by her married name, Peggy Scott, was a respected figure in the local broadcasting community. The tragedy has hit some at K A K K E Cake, especially hard. Remember Michael Cake? Cake. 
She was a former employee. People viewing the movie at Warren Theater East say law collapsed during a portion of the movie where the crucifixion of Christ was shown. She died? Uh-huh. A few off-duty uh, doctors and nurses who were in the audience tried to revive her, but when she was taken away in the ambulance, authorities say law still had no pulse. The movie's been criticized for its graphic portrayal of Jesus' death. I've got a scathing. Uh, most of the ones that I did read were a scathing, but I got a really good one from the Times a little later. Uh. Religious leaders around the country and in Wichita say people need to be prepared for the graphic brutality. And whatever you do, then take your little children. Oh, my goodness. Whether Law's death and the timing in the film are related, we'll never know, it says. But religious and medical officials stress this film is not for the faint-hearted. So if you got like a weak ticker... If you have like an aversion to blood and guts, if you got little kids, stay the hell away. That's our best suggestion to you. Oh, I got Maureen Dowd's good column too. Stations of the Crass. It's great. Momentarily. WQAM, hello. Yeah, I think it's about time. Yeah. That thing started cracking down. Okay, good. There he goes. That's the mouth breather. Crack down on your ass is what they ought to do. Take you away uh, screaming and yelling in a butterfly net. WQAM, hello. Hey, good morning, Neil. Yes, sir. Well, hey, how you doing? Listen, has anybody called in with the outrage where Greenspan wants to cut back on Social Security? No. That's outrageous. Yes, so it is. a line from you. I thought I was going to cry or eat a banana. I, I was furious. I couldn't mm -hmm. understand this. Why is we working slabs? Is he going to cut? And if I'm not mistaken, aren't people, uh, the, the retired uh, senators and governors, don't they receive an annual income, and that comes out of the Social Security benefit? Well, I don't know where it comes from, but they sure as hell do, yes. Yeah, and, and I'm saying to myself, they get taken care of. Yeah, us working sluts, we just, we just don't have a prayer. I don't understand this. Okay, early and often, man, just keep that in mind. Okay, and Neil, let yes, the sir. power of Christ compel you. All right. Worst movie ever. Oh, you're going to be upset about this. The only movie I ever got up and left says this fact. You're born on the 4th of July with Tom Cruise. Now, why would they say that? I don't know. Maybe they're a Nazi. Maybe they're a warmonger. No, maybe they just thought it was too morbid or something. I don't know. Maybe it was I, uh, morbid. You, you but, told me uh, to watch it, and I did, and I thought it was uh, pretty, uh, I don't want to say entertaining because it was no. depressing, but it was It was good. It was good. It's a Guess what story. movie was on last night on Independent Film Channel here? I give up. What movie? Magnolia. Oh. And I watched it till I couldn't watch no more because it was on late, and I went to bed because I already okay. seen it two or three times. And it was still great, no matter what you say. Okay. And the acting performances in that movie are so unbelievably Phenomenal. sensational, each and every one. Up to and including Tom Cruise, who was also good. In including Tom Cruise. In fact, that part of the movie was in there sure. when they were trying to get a hold of him to go see Dying Daddy. Hmm. 77 votes and Blair Witch Project's got 54. It's going to win, you're right, hands down. And remember all the hoopla that thing got, all the yeah, hype. Well, oh, my goodness, this is really uh, revolutionary. And these young kids yeah. made their own movie. And it, uh, yeah, yeah, right. And that's why everyone's uh, all pissed off at the movie. Yeah, because they're pissed off because they paid money to go and see that piece of crap. Yeah, we got sucked in. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Pretty good. Listen, you know, i, I got to take a quick second of your time with this thing that's going on with Howard Stern. And, and yeah. you know, all you guys with your talk radios. I, w I had to go through hell this morning of listening to uh, that Paul and Young Ron show. This oh, my morning. God. Fate worse and, than death. Oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And you know what What, what, found, what I found pretty funny is, is he, Ron Brewer got away with calling some lady that called in. Uh, I guess they had this date of the week thing, and today was luckily enough, lucky enough to hear the date. But he got away with calling her a dirty little whore because some guy called up and said that he had, you know, I guess had sex with her in his car. Nice. Now, what makes that okay for him to call some lady a dirty little whore on the air? Yeah, what you, you know, the way you, what you guys talk about and the issues that you guys talk about, it's not okay. Well, you know something, I'm glad you mentioned that because maybe the uh, censors there at Cheap Channel missed that. Maybe you won't be hearing them no more as of tomorrow. 
Oh, I hope not. I, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I was trying my best to find Howard Stern on it because I listen to him in the morning and then I switch over to you. Right. And it's just, it, it's, it's this morning completely sucked. You know, listening to them, they, they have a, absolutely no idea what they're doing in their red Zeta with their morning show, and I, I don't understand how it's still going. Scary. Okay. Good luck to us, pal. All right. Thank you. Have a good day. You too. How do you like that? Dirty little whore. Very nice, boys. Okay, I guess they didn't get the memo yet, right? Right. Didn't get the memo. In addition to which, how come they had some guy on talking about having sex with some broad in his car? You you guys don't get it. That's that's in the past. That's no mo. Okay. Let me give you a little a little ditty here. Okay. No yeah. Not not no not no mo. No no All the stuff that. A lot of people used to do, including me. Uh, no mo. It just it just don't exist. You can be stubborn, stupid, both of the above, and be fired. Live, Live and local. We are Sports Radio 560 QAM. This is Sonny Fox. I listen to Neil Rogers because I can hear the word asshole. Get a towel for Michael Powell. The sight of Janet's teeth makes a power. So indignant is he that now the FCC will save us all from nudity on the TV. Alright! If it was not for his daddy, he would not be there. So now he has to care about what's on the air. Keep it in the Stone Age, put your burger on today, and watch TV to Saudi Pax American Way. Get a tower. For Michael Powell, yes. the sight of Janet's teeth makes him power. Justifying his position that he got through nepotism, what a spoiled incompetent squirt. Absolutely. 1102 at 560 WQM. Very unhappy Thursday to you. I'd say happy Thursday, but it's getting more and more depressing. They're just in a, they're just, uh, foaming at the mouth. Rabid. Just like that William Donahue from the Catholic League. You can, you can see the foam coming out of the edges of their puss. Right, the flux of saliva. Here's a fax that says the absolute worst movie of all time, Batman and Robin, directed by that queen, Joel Schumacher. See. I wonder if he's akin to Max Schumacher from Network. P.S. Cheap Channel is the Antichrist, and of course you are. Absolutely correct, sir. Right on target. Jay says the only movie I ever left, Pulp Fiction. Boy, that's a good one. Now, is that uh, within the last 15 years? You'll have to tell me. Let's uh, look it up. You got the book handy. I think it is fresh enough. No, I'm not <laughs> fresh enough. You know. What does that mean? Like not 15 years old. Okay, well let's take a puke at it, okay? Yeah, it's 94. Like he said, boy, Josh is on top of it. 1994, 154 minutes. Quentin Tarantino. And guess what? They're still uh, putting mayonnaise on French fries in Amsterdam. Oh man. If you didn't know that before you saw Pulp Fiction, and speaking of blood and guts, makes the temptation, the uh, whatever this Jesus movie is, look like a piker. Piker, I said. Okay. Let's see. I later watched it on video just to give it a fair chance and regretted that, says Jay, meaning Pulp Fiction. Well, no, if you're going to be hip and cool, you got to say you love Pulp Fiction. Oh, it was great. It was fabulous. Right. It sucked. So what do we got so far? Blair Witch Project, the absolute worst movie of the last 15 years. Blair Witch 66. Six Degrees of Separation, 11. Set of a Woman, 9. Uh, the Mexican, 8. The Crying Game, 3. Born on the 4th of July, 3. Batman and Robin, 3. And Pulp Fiction just went up there. 103 votes. Not spectacular because we don't have a good list yet. But we will. We'll get them on there. And if not, we got more important fish to fry. For example, to give you folks an idea of the kind of really astute leadership we have at QAM, <laughs> our illustrious program director, a.k.a. Clarence Darrow, is in the studio this morning for his uh, usual morning visit. 
And I'm telling him about the Stern thing, and he said, Howard who? Howard, no, he didn't say that. Well, do you want to know why he doesn't really know much about Howard Stern? Because Howard Stern has nothing to do with sports. Right. So there you go. So Clarence is telling me jokingly that maybe what I ought to try one day, just one day, just once, is doing a show on sports. Right. I don't think he was kidding. Do you? No, he was not. And I don't think he really meant one day. Sports. No. You weren't looking at his face. Thank goodness. I was. That's why I still have a good appetite. No, deadly, I don't. Uh, yeah. serious. And it's not going to happen, Clarence. We're not going to be doing sports on this show. You got more than enough of the same tired old crap over and over again. Is this going to be a great quarterback for the Dolphins or what, huh? He was very crestfallen when you told him no. Good. The answer is absolutely no. And get out of my face, okay, Clarence? And next time, get the check there before the bank closes. Yeah, that's a new game they're playing. They get the check there on the right day, but after well after two o'clock to make sure that they buy themselves an extra day. You're not fooling us. Ha <laughs> ha, psych. Maureen Dowd writes, Stations of the Crash in the New York Times today. It is beautiful. It says, forgive them, Father. It says, Father, forgive them, for they know not what they do. Mel Gibson and George W. Bush are courting bigotry in the name of sanctity. The movie maker wants to promote the passion of the Christ, and the president wants to prevent the passion of the gays. Opening on two screens, W's stigmatizing as political strategy, and Mel's stigmata as marketing strategy. Mr. Gibson, who told Diane Sawyer that he was inspired to make the movie after suffering through addictions, found the ultimate 12-step program, The Stations of the Cross. I went to the first show of The Passion at the Lowe's 84th and Broadway. It was about a quarter filled. This is not, as you may have read, a popcorn movie. In Latin and Aramaic, with English subtitles, it's two gory hours of Jesus getting flayed by brutish Romans at the behest of heartless Jews. Perhaps fittingly for a production that licensed a jeweler to sell 12.99 nail necklaces, what's next? Crown of Thorns, Prom Tierras? I got the mine. Passion, the Passion has the cartoonish violence of a Sergio Leone Western. You might even call it a spaghetti crucifixion, a fistful of nails. <laughs> Writing in the New Republic, Leon Weiseltier, the literary uh, editor, scorns it as a repulsive masochistic fantasy, a sacred snuff film that uses classically anti-Semitic images. I went with a Jewish pal who tried to stay sanguine. The Jews may have killed Jesus, he said, but they also gave us Easter parade. The movie's message, as Jesus says, is that you must love not only those who love you, but more importantly, those who hate you. So presumably, you should come out of the theater suffused with charity toward your fellow man. But this is a Mel Gibson film, so you come out wanting to kick somebody's teeth in. In Braveheart and the Patriot, his other emotionally manipulative historical epics, you come out wanting to swing an axe into the skull of the nearest Englishman. Here you want to kick some Jewish and Roman teeth. And since the Romans have melted into history... Like Mr. Gibson, Mr. Bush is whipping up intolerance but calling it a sacred cause. At first, the preacher-in-chief resisted conservative calls for a constitutional ban on gay marriage. He felt, as Jesus put it in the Gibson script, otherwise known as the Gospels, if it is possible, let this chalice pass from me. But under pressure from the Christian right, he grabbed the chalice with both hands and swigged, seeking to set a precedent in codifying discrimination in the Constitution, a document that in the past has been amended to correct discrimination by giving fuller citizenship rights to blacks, women, and young people. If the president is tr truly concerned about preserving the sanctity of marriage, as one of my readers suggested, why not make divorce illegal and stone adulterers? Our soldiers are being killed in Iraq. Osama is still on the loose. Jobs are being exported all over the world. The deficit has reached biblical proportions. And our president is worried about ma Mars and marriage? When reporters tried to pin down White House spokesman Scott McClellan yesterday on why gay marriage is threatening, he spouted a bunch of gobbledygook about the fabric of society and civilization. The Pauls keep arguing that institutions can't be changed when, in fact, they change all the time. Haven't they ever heard of the institution of slavery? The government shouldn't be trying to legislate what's sacred. When Bushes get in trouble, they look around for a politically advantageous boogeyman. 
Lee Atwater tried to make Americans shudder over the prospect of Willie Horton arriving on their doorstep, and now Carl Rove wants Americans to shudder at the prospect of a lesbian, Dick Cheney's daughter Mary, say, setting up housekeeping next door with her wife. When it comes to the Bush's willingness to stir up base instincts of the base, it is as it was. As the Max von Sydow character said in Woody Allen's Hannah and Her Sisters while watching a TV evangelist appealing for money, if Jesus came back and saw what's going on in his name, he'd never stop throwing up. <laughs> she is great. Excellent. Maureen Dowd, it's on our website, I believe. I think I put it on there. Maybe I didn't. Well, at any rate, I just read it. To you. Five six seven oh five sixty. A very sad day in American history. It's not just the Howard Stern thing. It's the whole idea. Freedom of speech is dead. Freedom of choice dead. Religious lunatics taken over the country. They've stolen it. They run it. They own it. They'll decide what you listen to, what you can read, what you can see, what you ought to go see at the movies, and it better be about Jesus. And you better like it. Line nine, it's always a treat. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Pretty good. Uh, you know, one thing that we haven't looked at here, and it's kind of interesting, is that our Clear Channel owns a large part of XM, satellite radio. Right. So what about the Playboy Channel that they're putting on that? Or what about oh my God. Bubba that might, I don't know if Bubba's still on XM No, Bubba's, Bubba's done. Yeah, I know he's done with Clear Channel. Unless, but... unless, of course, he did, but, but they're not going to be the ones to make a deal to put him on. Yeah. I'm just thinking if Howard goes back on to one of those ex satellite radio companies, right. what are they going to start doing now? You know, it's like they're playing both ends against the middle. They get mm -hmm. it one side, they don't get it the other, you know? Yeah, it's kind of like what Fox does with their right-wing news and their cutting-edge entertainment, uh, you know, to try to pretend that you know they're all for freedom and yucking it up, and then they put the fascist news on there around the clock. As you say, it's the American fucking way. Yep. Um, uh, what uh, worst movie? Superman four with Richard Pryor and Jonathan Cryer or something like that. Oh, I'm so glad I missed that. Okay, thanks a lot, right, Pally. Bye -bye. See you right at the bridge, the Ambassador Bridge. Come through from Detroit. Like I said, don't go to Detroit. Let's see. Here's Sean, who's got a, a bunch of poll stuff. He says, "I tried to see Passion of the Christ yesterday. Never made it out of the snack bar. The <laughs> snack bar attendant insisted on dispen dispensing my order of nachos one at a time, murmuring the body of Christ before each bite." <laughs> That's great. That's beautiful, Sean. Can you add prelude to a kiss to your poll? Meg Ryan Alec Baldwin, I'd rather see my own obituary, says, says Shaw. Says, your selection of set of a woman prompts a thought. Al Pacino, otherwise great, participated in that cinematic holocaust. How about a couple of polls along these lines? The worst performance by an otherwise good actor or actress, or the worst song by an otherwise great artist or group? That's good. Sean is a good pollmeister, and I'm going to put that in my poll pile. Here's one that says, the absolute worst movie of the last 15 years is The Passion of the Christ, to which we say, all right. all right. Man, I got some scathing reviews. In fact, uh, after the break, I got one from the New York Times by A.O. Scott. A. Oh. Scott. And it's headlined, Good and Evil Locked in a Violent Showdown. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. Here's George the Repo Man, Faxer, said the FCC is like Fidel Castro, who tells you what to listen to, when to listen, and they talk about freedom. Please. Love you guys, says uh, George the Repo Man, and for you. Okay, let's see. Matrix Revolutions sucked ass, it says. Can we say that? No. Nope. It, it sucked. It was bad. It's, uh, <laughs> it was not good. It was bad. You can't name one question brought up in the two movies preceding that it, uh, it, that it answered, not one. Worst film I've seen ever, probably because of high expectations. Matrix Revolutions, okay? We got it. That's what we need in America is a revolution, but don't hold your breath, okay? Don't hold your breath. 
because the public has sufficiently been whipped into shape, and they're very docile and very obedient, and all the corporations that are being slapped on the wrist now. Of course, they wouldn't slap Enron on the uh, wrist or Halliburton or Bechtel no. because they just sang the right tune. See? They weren't purveyors of porn and filth. <laughs> That's right. Remember our good buddy Kenny Boy Lee, who was giving all his money to the right people. So you better goose step in the line a little bit better, uh, Mr. Mays, okay, Lowry Mays, and David Ross, and Petey Bolger, the assassin. Oh, man. <clears throat> and John Hogan, of course, who will be in the seventh race at, um, what's that track in New England? Rockingham. Hey, you know. Hey, guys, speaking of uh, something you know, if your paycheck is uh, not too great, your life isn't either. If you're not making any cash, you're working hard but going nowhere. Here's the answer for you. Pick up your instrument soon and call our friends at Fast Train because you really can change your life. Start you a new high-paying computer career in just four short months. They can help you get yourself uh, going. The demand for computer professionals is greater than ever, so call Fast Train today and find out how you can be one of them. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. With seven locations all over town, you know that Fast Train's got a campus close by where you are. Fast Train offers job placement, financial assistance for people who qualify with day, night, and weekend classes. No excuses, no more to stay in a dead-end job working for a putz. And, like I said, if you register now, by the end of the summer, you can be working a real job with a big, fat paycheck. So check them out on the web, if you like, first at FastTrain.com. When you make the call, be sure to mention Todd Rex's name. They'll laugh their ass off. Call toll-free 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. Hey, it's Howard. Howard Spam. It was on a Saturday morning at exactly 9.04. But nothing could prepare me when I knocked on Riley's door. He was drowsy, he was grumpy, and in bad need of a shave. He was just about to put a cat into the microwave. I asked to use the bathroom and he said he didn't care. He was reading the Sunset Note in his underwear. I looked above the toilet where the towels used to be. And there was fixed a crucifix, a fix for all to see. All right. I didn't seek salvation. I had come to mold along. But I found Jesus in Rick Riley's John. Yes, Brother Rick, he changed my life upon that fateful day. Cause by the time I washed my hands, I'd washed my sins away. Now I'll learn to be intolerant. I'll watch Pat Robertson and I'll vote for Pat Buchanan even if he doesn't run. I'll pretend to be a hipster, but my liberal days are gone. Cause I found Jesus in Rick Riley's job. Absolutely. I don't think they could say that no more. It's a good thing Rick and Suds aren't on the air. If they said buttload once, I think that'd be the end of it, wouldn't it? Yep. Just one time. Wreck them. Yep. 1118 at 560 WQM. Very a moderate Thursday to you. Don't smile too much. <clears throat> Worst movie I ever saw with a decent cast. That'd be Hard Rain, <clears throat> starring your unctuous uh, least favorite Christian Slater, Morgan Freeman, and Minnie Driver. I, I played it at a cast. video party one day and literally was almost beaten up by my guests, says this faxer. What? I thought they said decent cast. Moving right along. Worst film from Justin to Kelly. Oh, I can't even Ooh. begin to imagine that. Wow, what talent are you dealing with there? Oh, Josh informed me we had to disqualify Superman 4 as much as we wanted to put it on there because it didn't make the 15-year cut. Oh. 
What a shame. But we'll keep it in mind, okay? We give it honorable mention. Somebody says, Wild Wild West with Kevin Klein and Will Smith. And who are we to argue? Not us. Because if Will Smith was in it, then automatically I say, most likely. In spite of the robot spider. I see. Here's what we got so far. The absolute worst movie in the last 15 years, Blair Witch Project, is just so far ahead it's a joke. 80. 80 out of 151. Batman and Robin, 11. Six Degrees of Separation, 11. The Mexican, 10. Scent of a Woman, 9. The Crying Game, 8. Born on the 4th of July, 6. Wild Wild West, 6. Passion of the Christ, 4. Already 4. It's only been out. This is the second day. Uh, Pulp Fiction, 3. Matrix Revolution, 2. And a Prejudice to a Kiss. That's with a K. Prejudice to a Kiss, 1. Be sure you enunciate very carefully from now on, okay? Really careful. Very, very carefully. You yes. might even, like I just did, occasionally say the letter. That was with a K. Sealed with a kiss. K. K. Good and evil locked in violent showdown, writes A.O. Scott. Movie review, Passion of the Christ in yesterday's New York Times. Well, this is kind of long, but that's okay. Just cool down. There's a prophetic episode of The Simpsons in which the celebrity guest star Mel Gibson directing and starring in the remake of Mr. Smith Goes to Washington enlists the help of Homer Simpson, who represents the public taste or lack of it. Homer persuades Mr. Gibson to change the picture's ending, replacing James Stewart's populist tirade with an action sequence, a barrage of righteous gunfire that leaves the halls of Congress strewn with corpses. The audience flees the theater in disgust. I thought of Homer more than once with an involuntary irreverence conditioned by many years of devotion to The Simpsons as Mr. Gibson presented his new movie, The Passion of the Christ, to carefully selected preview audiences across the land, making a few last-minute cuts and then taking to the airwaves to promote and defend the film. It opened yesterday nationwide. Given the crucifixion story, Mr. Gibson did not need to change the ending. The Passion of the Christ is so relentlessly focused on the savagery of Jesus' final hours that this film seems to arise less from love than from wrath and to succeed more in assaulting the spirit than in uplifting it. Mr. Gibson has constructed an unnerving and painful spectacle that is also, in the end, a depressing one. It is disheartening to see a film made with evident and abundant religious conviction that is at the same time so utterly lacking in grace. Mr. Gibson has departed radically from the tone and spirit of earlier American movies about Jesus, which have tended to be palatable, if often extremely long, Sunday school homilies designed to soothe the audience rather than to terrify or inflame it. His version of the Gospels is harrowingly violent, the final hour of the Passion of Christ essentially consists of a man being beaten, tortured, and killed in graphic and lingering detail. Once he's taken into custody, Jesus is cuffed and kicked and then much more systematically flogged, first with stiff canes and then with leather whips tipped with sharp stones and glass shards. By the time the crown of thorns is pounded onto his head and the cross loaded onto his shoulders, he is all but unrecognizable, a mass of flayed and body flesh, barely able to stand, moaning and howling in pain. The audience's desired response to this spectacle is not a revulsion, but something like the cowering, quivering awe manifested by Mary, Mary Magdalene, and a few sensitive Romans and Jerusalemites as they force themselves to watch. Disgust and awe are not, when you think about it, so far apart, and in Mr. Gibson's vision, one is a route to the other. By rubbing our faces in the grisly reality of Jesus' death and fixing our eyes on every welt and gash on his body, this film means to make literal an event that the Gospels often treat with circumspection and that tends to be thought about somewhat abstractly. Look, the movie seems to insist, when we say he died for our sins, this is what we mean. A viewer, especially one who accepts the theological import of the story, is thus caught in a sadomistic, sadomasochistic paradox as our disciples for whom Jesus, in a flashback that occurs toward the end, promises to lay down his life. The ordinary human response is to wish for the carnage to stop an impulse that seems lacking in the dissolute Roman soldiers and the self-righteous Pharisees. More about them shortly. 
But without their fathomless cruelty, the story wouldn't reach its necessary end to halt the execution with thwart divine providence and refuse the gift of redemption. Anyway, this is a, re a film review, not Sunday school. The paradox of wishing something horrible to stop, even as you want it to continue, has as much to do with movie going as with theology. And Mr. Gibson, either guilelessly or ingeniously, has exploited the popular appetite for terror and gore for what he and his allies see as a higher end. The means, however, are no different from those used by virtuosos of shock cinema like Quentin Tarantino, who subjected Mrs. Bellucci to such grievous indignity and irreversible. Mr. Gibson is temperamentally a more stolid, less formally adventurous filmmaker, but he's no less a connoisseur of violence. It'll be amusing to see some of the same scolds who condemn Mr. Tarantino's Kill Bill Volume 1 sing the praises of the Passion of the Christ. Mr. Gibson, from the moment he began speaking publicly about this project, emphasized his desire to make passion as, a, as realistic as possible. To that end, the dialogue is in Aramaic and a dialect of Latin, which takes some getting used to, but which dispenses with the stilted, awkward diction that afflicts so many biblical epics. The absence of identifiable movie stars, with the exception of Ms. Bellucci, who comports herself with fitting modesty, also adds an element of vers versimilitude. Oh, brother, I wow. don't think I've ever said that word yeah, before in my dictionary. life. Versimilitude. Versimilitude. Did I say it? I don't know. I mean, I've seen it before, but to actually say no, it. I mean, I've never seen it's it. It's the New York Times. What do you expect? But the style and the tone of the passion are far from what is ordinarily meant by realism. The first part, which takes place in the murk and gloom of night, shot by superb cinematographer Caleb Deschanel, has the feel of a horror movie. As Jesus prays in the Garden of Gethsemane, the camera tiptoes around him like a stalker, and John Debney's score is a high-toned creep show of menacing orchestral undertones and spine-jabbing choral effects. A slithery, effeminate Satan, played the end credits revealed by a woman named Rosalinda Celentano, slinks around like something in a Wes Craven nightmare, and Judas, reeling from his betrayal, is menaced by demon children with pointy eye, teeth and milky eyes. When daylight dawns, the mood shifts from horror movie suspense to slasher film dread. Throughout, Mr. Gibson lays on Mr. Debney's canned sublimity with the heaviest possible hand, and he indulges in equally unsubtle visual and oral effects. Judas is 30 pieces of silver. How many? About 30, man! Judas's 30 pieces of silver fly through the air in slow motion. The first nail enters Jesus' palm with a thwack that must have taken hours of digital tweaking to articulate. The thuddingly emphatic storytelling, along with the ancient languages, makes the acting almost beside the point, though it's not hard to be impressed by Mr. Cavazell's endurance. The only psychological complexity in this tableau of goodness and villainy belongs to Pontius Pilate and his wife, Claudia, played by two very capable actors who I hope will become more familiar to American audiences and whose names I'm not going to try to pronounce. Is the Passion of the Christ anti-Semitic? I thought you'd never ask. To my eyes, it didn't seem to traffic explicitly or egregiously in the toxic iconography of historical Jew hatred, but more sensitive viewers may disagree. The Pharisees and their talent and beards are certainly shown as a sinister and inhumane group, and the mob they command is full of howling, ugly rage. But this on-screen villainy does not seem to exceed what can be found in the source material. Mr. Gibson, a few weeks ago, reportedly expunged an especially provocative line of dialogue that referred to the Jews, his blood be on us and our children. That line comes from the book of Matthew, and it would take a revisionist to remove every trace of controversy and intolerance from a story that rests squarely on the theology boundary separating Christianity from Judaism. That Mr. Gibson did not attempt to transcend these divisions may be regrettable, but to condemn the passion of the Christ for its supposed bigotry is to miss its point and to misstate its problems. The troubling implications of the film did not arise primarily from its religious agenda and extreme traditionalist Roman Catholicism that hasn't prevented the passion from resonating oddly enough with many evangelical Protestants. What makes the movie so grim and ugly is Mr. Gibson's inability to think beyond the conventional logic of movie narrative. In most movies, certainly in most movies directed by or starring Mr. Gibson, violence against the innocent demands righteous vengeance in the third act, an expectation that Mr. Gibson in this case whips up and leaves unsatisfied. 
On its own, apart from whatever beliefs the viewer might bring to it, the Passion of the Christ never provides a clear sense of what all this bloodshed was for, an inconclusiveness that is Mr. Gibson's most serious artistic failure. The Gospel, at least in some interpretations, suggests that the story ends in forgiveness, but such an ending seems beyond Mr. Gibson's imaginative capacities. Perhaps he suspects that the public prefers terror, fury, and gore. Maybe Homer Simpson was right after all. 1127 at 560 QAM. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. 24 years ago, I was uh, in Bunkport, Maine for a DUI. That's an accurate story. I'm proud of that. I uh, oftentimes said that uh, I occasionally drank, and I did on that night. But I made the decision uh, that uh, drinking, uh, I'd want my girls doing the kinds of things I did, and I told them to drink and drive. It's a decision I made. I've been very upfront with the people saying that I drink now. Yes, I was. I'm going to drink beer, yeah. I mean, beers? <laughs> Two of, uh, I can't remember how many beers. It was four years ago. Uh, my father, very happy about it, but, uh, and, uh, that's the course of action I took. And I, and I, and I, and I'm, I'm, I'm the first to say that, uh, people of America will understand that. Absolutely. Yeah, we understand. What other excuse could there be? 28 till noon at 560 WQM. We got the uh, Mad Dog at 2, uh, Hebrew Hammer at 4, Hank Goldberg. Hurricanes and uh, FIU Golden Panthers baseball, 7-11 tonight. Boy, I wonder who's going to be doing that game. I sure hope it ain't uh, Clarence and uh, the Beast. Why not? Got some scathing reports on their last baseball broadcast. 11 o'clock tonight or after the baseball game finally gets over, it's Eddie Kay and Joe and Mark overnight, 2 to 5 and a.m. This is really something. A pastor displayed the message, this is Denver. A pastor displayed the message, Jews killed the Lord Jesus in front of his church on a busy Denver thoroughfare yesterday, prompting outrage from Jews and Christians alike. Is that incredible or what? Oh, it's very credible. The sign in front of the... <laughs> yeah, come on, spit it out. The sign in front of the Loving Way United Pentecostal Church That's right. upset one passerby so much he brought a, bought a ladder that afternoon to remove the first word. Church members later took down the rest of the words. Pastor Maurice Gordon said he was inspired by the intense discussion leading to Wednesday's release of Mel Gibson's film, The Passion of the Christ, which some have criticized as anti-Semitic and others have hailed as powerfully portraying the crucifixion of Jesus. Gibson has said the movie does not blame the Jews for the death of Jesus, but he just... <laughs> I've been listening to the debate back and forth on talk radio about who really did it, Gordon told the AP in a phone interview. What I did, right or wrong, was to give the citation from the Apostle Paul. You only want to do this maybe once in a lifetime, Gordon said. At least hopefully it'll get people to go back and read the fine print in the Bible. Right. The message he put up, Jews killed the Lord Jesus. The woman who walked to the message board said she drove to the church after hearing about the sign of a Jewish education class. Amy Ship said she knocked on doors and called the church's number on her cell phone. No one would answer, said Chip, who is Jewish. I just wanted to talk to them and see if they would take the sign down. She decided not to wait, bought the ladder and a tarp at a store across the street, intending to cover up the sign. When that didn't work, she removed the word Jews from the message board. I'm raising four little Jewish girls, and I'd like the community to be a safe, a safe place for our religion, Chip said. I felt it was anti-Semitic, incorrect, and a cowardly thing to do. Gordon's sign prompted a response last night from the L.A.-based Simon Wiesenthal Center that urged Christian leaders in Denver to rebuke the church for posting the sign. The Jewish people have suffered from the libel of... What is that? Deicide? Deicide. Now, there's another one. Deicide. <laughs> 
the libel of killing Jesus for nearly 2,000 years, said Rabbi Abraham Cooper, associate dean of the center. We continue to look to our Christian neighbors and friends to rebuke those who would pass off this canard as theology. Dr. James Ryan of the Colorado Council of Churches was also deeply troubled by the sign. I would hope that they would hear the outcry, not just of the Jewish community, but the Christian community as well. And this is not a true representation of the gospel of love and grace of Jesus. Colorado Anti-Defamation League spokesman Bruce Dabowski said he was upset that Gordon had chosen to spread the message of divisiveness and ultimately bigotry and hate when the ADL and others are trying to bring Jews and Christians closer together. And how's that thing working out in Northern Ireland, by the way? Oh, just fine. They're still calling oh. each other. Let's see. Here's oh, one that says, King Pao entered the fist. Kung, Kung Pao. What did I call it? King? King. Kung Pao, sorry. Kung Pao chicken. I like that. Did you ever have that? No, I don't think I have. Kung Pao entered the fist. That sounds like a porno movie to me. No, Be careful. Not. And how about the Hulk, says Alex. Ooh. Okay, see, we're getting more building the list. Here's one, the Titanic, to which I say, All right. yeah, if Leo was in it, it must have been a real dog. Here's one that says, the first Lord of the Rings, a long, boring mess, says DP. The Lord of the Rings. Here's another fact that says, Yavol, mein Commandant. I know nothing. <laughs> I know nothing until I cross the border to Canada. Bush, go to hell. Anonymous. And I don't blame you. All the way around, being anonymous, too. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon line. WQAM, hello. Hi Neil, how are you? Pretty good. I got a um, a nominee for your poll there. Good. Uh, Freddie got fingered. Oh, can I say that? Oh, sorry. Well, you can say it once. No. <laughs> we got it. We got it. See, he said it once, and then that was it. As a matter of fact, I'm glad he mentioned. Can I say this? Can I say that? Because I was. Scrolling up and down the DCS here, you know that list that I sent you last, uh, whenever it was? Yeah. Uh, there are going to be a lot of additions. Oh, I know. <laughs> oh, I mean, I, I'm going through, well, first I went through the letter B, and I thought, well, maybe this is just a bad letter, you know? There's a lot of butt stuff in there. And then I went through the letter I. Yeah. And I thought, well, here's another bad letter. <laughs> I, I think they're all bad now. They're all bad. We should just unplug the thing. Right. Let's see, here's one of the facts that says, didn't know if you saw the Tom Jick account that was posted on SunSentinel.com. Looks like your cl good, close, personal friend is bringing you into the Howard controversy. Didn't take a look at the last paragraph. Haven't seen that. Did you? Nope. Nope. It says, I listen to you every day. Hope you're not targeted next. Oh, he's just posted, so during the break I'll take a look at it. Greg Reed is bringing me into the Howard controversy. Don't do me any favors, Greg. The worst movie of all time, Geely. Pure caca, it says. Dreck, at least that's what I heard, it says Shelley in Miami. Gili, G-I-G-L-I, with our unctuous Jado and Ben. Ben, how are you going to say his last name now? I'm not. Okay. <laughs> ben. There's only two Ben, ben we need to a. think about. One is the rat, and since Michael Jackson said, oh, there's John Hogan of uh, Cheap Channel. And the Howard Stearns of the world are the exception, rather than the rule. Right. And that uh, they will no longer have a platform on our station. Right. Oh, so in other words, it's permanent. Uh, if there was any doubt, it, that's permanent. This business about they took them off the air till they comply. Well, guess what, Howard? Bye, bye, bye! The South Florida and Cheap Channel, at least for the moment. 5670560, oh, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless line. WQM, hello. Neil. Yes, sir. What's up, man? How you doing? Hey, I got. Hey, let me ask you something. Um, can you play that uh that bit again with the with the Hindus? That you play the that Hindus? Bit? What bit? 
the one, you know, the one with the Hindus in the, in the family and shit. So. Right. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. What a wonderful young man. Was that Lowry Days? Yes. No, I think it was John Hogan. They just took a break. Oh, look at this. Promise that uh, we won't hear offensive things coming out of their shock jocks, um, but it replays itself. So I don't know Who's that we screamer? can say this is the end of it. It just may be, once again, the resumption of the cycle. Howard Stern mm -hmm. says the U.S. Dennis, is becoming I, I communist. Wonder... He's got it backward. Fascist is the word you're looking for, Howie. Get it right. Somebody teach him his uh, P's and Q's and A's and B's, stuff like that. Clear Channel, who is, of course, announcing that they have made. See, they're not going to be satisfied yet. They want they basically these Nazis. They want Howard Stern off the air, and me, and uh, a whole bunch of other people. Everyone who ain't preaching the word. The only problem for them is going to be some of us ain't going to play the game. Live and local. This is Five City. The radio is all yours now. QAM. I urge everyone to complain to this station. Now, which one is this? More on that pastor from Denver. He says some of his best friends are lampshades. Yeah. 14 so till noon. Now, here's the story uh, Tom Jenkins just put on the Sun Sentinel website. Clear Channel silences Howard Stern with zero tolerance plan. And Greg actually says very nice things about me. See how well we get along uh, from, you know, long distance. Chums. By, by long distance. Clear Channel Communications, the nation's largest radio chain with more than 1,200 stations. That itself is obscene. It's obscene. Including more than a dozen in the Miami, Fort Lauderdale, and Palm Beach markets, announced a zero-tolerance policy for its on-air talent yesterday and suspended the Howard Stern show on stations that carry the shock jock. Well, not only did they suspend it, but as we just heard John Hogan only moments ago, you won't be hearing Howard Stern on Clear Channel no more. Period. 
The moves by a San Antonio-based cheap channel, which earlier fired a talk show host to broadcast sexually explicit material that drew a threat of a fine from the FCC, came as Congress seeks to toughen penalties for indecency. The company's new policy includes making disc jockeys pay part of any federal fine imposed for using profanity. Clear Channel's actions come less than a month after singer Justin Tinkerbell exposed Janet Jackson's breast on a Super Bowl halftime show aired by Viacom Inc. CBS TV network. A U.S. House panel earlier this month endorsed a bill raising indecency fines tenfold to $275,000 per violation. Clear Channel drew a line in the sand today with regard to protecting our listeners from indecent content, and Howard Stern's show blew right through it. Chief Channel Radio President John Hogan said in a statement distributed by Business Wire, it was vulgar, offensive, and insulting, not just to women and African Americans, but to anyone with a sense of common decency. Stern Show, which aired on WBGG FM 105.9, is produced and distributed by Viacom Inc.'s Infinity Radio Unit. Clear Channel, which did not disclose how many of its stations carry the Stern Show, said it won't reinstate Stern until we're sure that his show will conform to acceptable standards of responsible broadcasting. And like I said just moments ago, John Hogan told Congress he ain't coming back to us. They only got, got him on six stations, but nevertheless. Of course, South Florida being one. Your luck. Earlier this week, Cheap Channel fired shock jock Bubba the Love Sponge, real name Todd Clem, after the FCC proposed a $755,000 fine for allegedly indecent material aired on four Clear Channel stations in Florida. The new rules will have little impact on what listeners here in Clear Channel stations, according to David Ross, the unctuous regional vice president of Cheap Channel South Florida stations. I didn't have to wait for a corporate policy, he said. He has a, had a policy of airing shows with live talent on a delay from seven seconds to much longer, depending on the nature of the program, to safeguard against indecent content. He also has regular conversations with his talent, reviewing what's permissible for broadcast, like all the lies that Rush tells, making up stories about the Clintons killed this one and the Clintons killed that one, stuff like that. Most of the hosts on Cheap Channel's Miami Fort Lauderdale talk station, WIOD, AM 610. Oh, boy. How the worm has turned. W-I-O-D. Oh, I hate that station. Are employees of Clear Channel or one of its subsidiaries from outside the market. They primarily talk politics from a conservative vantage point and rarely go over the line. Right, Tom. Clear Channel's actions are illustrative of the reactions throughout broadcasting. Greg Reed, general manager of Beasley Broadcasting Stations, including WQM AM 560, which broadcasts the often raunchy Neil Rogers show, said he's instituted a new indecency policy that clearly spells out what can't be said on the air. Neil has been very cooperative, Reed said. He knows the situation in Washington and has no problems with what we're doing. And you are... Absolutely correct, sir. Right. Well, I mean, I do have problems, you know, in my mind, you know, in my heart. But in my, you know... Is that in your heart of hearts? In my heart of hearts. Heart. H-E-R-H-E-R hurt. At any rate. Well, there you go. Nice going, Greg. We're on the same page. In fact, I think I have a much clearer understanding of what it's all about <laughs> than some people inside the building. Not to mention any names, of course. Maybe because I've been doing this for 100 years. Greg hates you. Well, that's okay. He'll get over it. Manuel in Hollywood says, I've had enough of this. I've been listening to you on and off, mostly off, since I moved here in 1988. Mostly off. Over the last year, I've been listening to you just to amuse myself. I never agreed with your political views. I voted Republican every election since 76, and I enjoyed hearing your rants about the conservatives. However, now... Now I'm starting to believe. All right. The far right is using this Janet Jackson booby exposure to take over the party, and now I can't listen to Howard Stern anymore. WTF is up with that. I think what he really tried to say was, what up with that? Right. 
I sent an email to the Republican National Committee this morning letting them know that if things don't get back to normal and quickly, I will vote Democratic across the ticket. Next election, enough is enough. Nice going, Manuel. You go, boy, and vote several times, please. Here's a fax that says, The Passion, the worst movie ever, The Passion of the Christ. Now, I'm curious, in light of the fact that all this stuff is going on, and we have to be really goody-two-shoes, and especially with all the hoopla about this movie. I mean, at this point, can we even say, Jesus Christ? Huh? Only if it's not used in vain. I see. Jesus Christ. Cut it, cut it out, Mo. Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Hey, Mo. Cut the crap. See? Christ killer. I was so psyched up to see The Passion. I love a good comedy. I was hoping that it would live up to the great humor of the Schindler's List. I mean, two hours of killing Jews. Who doesn't love that? So then I go to The Passion, and they spend the entire movie killing only one Jew. <laughs> oh, this is funny. Man, what a ripoff. Granted, the slow-motion bludgeoning was good, but Mel could have found a few more Jews to kill and torture. I'll speak to my son, and hopefully he'll see why this movie failed miserably. It's quite simple to make a good movie. Just waste a bunch of uh, kikes. Sincerely, Mr. Gibson, Mel's daddy. <laughs> That's cute. That is lovely. That's a beautiful thing. Now, what the faxes are pouring in. The phones are all smoking. WQAM, hello. QAM. Not there. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, ma'am. Hi. I was going to say, hello, Neil. You yes. caught me off guard. That's okay. <laughs> I was so irate this morning about stupid puke channel that I had to do something. Yeah. So I uh, called up Mr. Hogan over at Puke Channel. I mm -hmm. have his number. I don't know if your listeners want it, but I... I couldn't get through to him because apparently he's testifying or whatever right. he's doing. But I left him a message saying that he's un-American and, and what he did was unconstitutional. Mm -hmm. So I don't know. Do you want me to give uh, your Sure. Go ahead and give the number out for John Hogan, the CE oh. of Chief Channel. Go right ahead. It's 210 because he's in San Antonio. Mm -hmm. Another jerk from Texas. 822-2828. Yes. 822-2828. Yeah, so that'll get you through. Just ask for John Hogan, and you can leave him a voicemail. Leave him a voicemail. I'd like to see him have 50 million voicemails by the end of the week. Exactly. All right, and uh, also uh, we're doing all we can to uh, to hurt Clear Channel because my husband is a media buyer, and he's uh, trying to avoid to uh, buy them now. All right. right, excellent idea. Just say no to Clear Channel, censoring bastards that they are. Excellent. Exactly. Thanks, sweetheart. Have, have a great day. Have a good day, day Neil. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye. John Hogan, the CE oh. of Cheap Channel in San Antonio, Texas, 210-822-2828. 210-822-2828. All of you who are really pissed off and fired up about Howard Sperm not being on in South Florida and Cheap Channel playing his goody-two-shoes baloney that they're, this dog and pony show they're doing to pacify them, uh, the FCC and to cover their own ass. Call them up and leave a nice voicemail and say, you crazy bastard, you, whatever you want to say, I don't care. Sam says, I did cross out a line on here, Sam, because they might trace the facts. Okay. Says, I don't know what goes on, but when I click on the listen button, Windows Media Player launches but doesn't play a sound. If you can give me a trick to fix that, I'll be eternally grateful. You can email me at Maple Leafs. Look at this, a Leafs fan. Well, I'm so sorry, Sam. Life is really bad now. Did you see that? No. Well, why not? Did I see what? The fact that he wants some information on his Windows Media Player when he wants you can to listen. Email Eric at neilrogers.com. Email Eric at neilrogers.com and he might uh, give you some pointers. Or not. Anyway, then he says this country needs to grow up. The focus of this administration is to ignore those with their guns pointed at us and go after anybody who even thinks about asking questions that can call uh, this administration to task. The headlines are all about Janet Jackson, Howard St Stern, Martha Stewart, etc. And the soldiers being killed on a lie are reduced to crawl across the bottom of the screen. Man, you are right on top of it, Sam. Am I right? Absolutely. 
Maybe it is now safe for our 70-year-olds to listen to the radio, but what about school? Maybe they're still being raped and murdered. To deal with Howard Stern, however, they went to want to paint it, is about his responding to that congresswoman bitch who took Viacom's chairman Mel to task on Capitol Hill. Howard was played her questioning of Mel on the air and commented bit by bit about how stupid it was. Her four-year-old son had been given permission to watch the Super Bowl. See what I mean about how stupid this is? The next day, according to this bitch that wasn't even there, she had gone to visit her mom. All the kids in the neighborhood could talk about was Janet Jackson. Well, excuse me, but even if he didn't watch the Super Bowl halftime show, which I didn't, there were only 6,478,000 chances to see it in replay. So, of course, the kids saw it on the early show with Harry Smith as they were getting ready to go to school to beat the crap out of somebody, rape somebody, or kill somebody. Says, best of luck, Neil. When you can, send me some real estate listings for the Toronto area. Says Sam. Good luck to you, Sam. I'll see you at Niagara Falls. Here's one that says, Vanilla Sky, horrible movie, worst of the last 15 years with Tom Cruise. And it also says, F, Clear Channel. How do you like that? Better not okay. use the letters anymore. Just no, they're even Clear Channel. They know what huh? you're thinking. Okay. They yeah, they thinking. met the no, Thought Police. WQAM, hello. Neil, how you doing? All right. Uh, Neil, I got one for your poll. Okay. Okay, this is definitely by far the worst movie I've ever seen. It's uh, called My Own Private Idaho with oh, uh, River Phoenix. and River Phoenix. Yep. Right. That was definitely the worst I've seen by far. Okay, and it just okay. ends with him, like, standing in the middle of the street, as I recall. Yeah. Kind of right, wandering Neil, around. You, you take care, okay? Good luck to us. Thanks. Bye-bye. My Own Private Idaho got it with the Cana Reeves and River Phoenix, got it. is what I said. I think you misunderstood and thought I said I penis. I said River Phoenix. I don't even hear those words anymore. Good. That's a very good idea. Just, in fact, that's a good idea for all you guys out there, especially you who tend to be a little bit on the swishy side. Forget about penis, please. That's the message from El the Bushmeister, and certainly from Michael's Powell. Watch it. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Might mention my name to Rice Marshal Gurry. Yes. If anybody has opinion, dissenting from our way, <laughs> we'll place your name into the system as enemy of the state. Absolutely. Don't even bother to question. Just follow and obey. Everybody's turning fascist. USA. Right. In the act of patriotism, we're watching all of you. Everyone got the suspicion. So that's what you do. This has information and all you mindless fools in Bush Fatherland Nation. Oh. You gotta hate those Jews Absolutely. And Clinton Zibaros too uh-huh. Believe everything we tell you And the state run news Blood, war, and for corporate Fill up your escalade A Reuben Cheney Bush venue USA. We don't like to see our jobs go. A bad economy's good. We're fascinated by J-Lo. Don't read no stupid books. All now are embracing the facts American way. <laughs> 
Everybody's turning fascist. Fascist USA. Twelve oh three at five sixty WQM. Moderately happy Thursday to you. I'm thinking to myself, this is so ironic because we all know who Clear Channel just hired in Atlanta. Now, as much as we hope for the best for Scott, I mean, what are the chances of him surviving there, huh? He'll toe the line. On a scale of fifty thousand, I would say about thirty, man. Yeah, thirty out of fifty thousand. Yeah, he'll toe the line. <laughs> when is that going to start? There's a good there's a good idea for office pools all across South Florida. Ron says, nominee for your poll, Pearl Harbor. I went to the theater expecting to see a war movie that would give tribute to the men who died there, and it turned out to be an awful fictional love triangle story. It was a BS movie. It doesn't deserve to be named after an important event in our history. Love your show, guys. I hope the powers that be will leave you fellows alone. They'll leave us alone, all right, because we know we're minding our P's and Q's. And we certainly know what the Q stands for in QAM, don't we? Yeah. You bet. Can we say it? No. That's why we just use the initials. What is the absolute worst movie in the last 15 years? That's our poll question. We do have the poll going. As I said, it's like kind of wallpaper in behind all this other crap that's going on. Blair Witch Project wins hands down. It will. 111. Nobody close. From Justin to Kelly, though, 27. Wild Wild West, 26. The Passion of the Christ, 25. <laughs> 25. It's only been out two days, folks. Geely, 18. Matrix Revolution. The Matrix Revulsion has got 18. Batman and Robin, 15. The Crying Game, 14. Set of Woman, 12. Oh, please. I'm sure it can do a lot better than that. It was <coughs> embarrassing. Especially the part where he was, like, driving blind. He should have been in South Florida, not in New York. Six Degrees of Separation, a dozen. Freddy got fingered, 12. Freddy got, yeah. The Mexican, 11. Pulp Fiction, 8. Born on the 4th of July, 7. Titanic, 5. King, uh, Kung, why do I want to say King? Kung Pao, enter the, enter the Fist? Yes. Can we say that? Hey, it was on marquees everywhere, man. What was, what was that movie? I mean, obviously it's a uh, karate movie, right? But Kung Pao Enter the Fist. I just uh, feel unclean well, saying that. Because you got a filthy mind. No, because I'm nervous. <laughs> Four. Yeah, and you better start. Listen, Josh, I got a suggestion for you, okay? Since I'll be on vacation next week, and all you people out there, don't start any rumors about I got canned because I'll be on vacation. It's been planned a long time. Right. But George will be on next week uh, well, for whatever it's the worth. Word. And Josh, if he even thinks. Of something, okay? Hey, hit that both, nice uh, yellow button there. Hit that dump button. When we both went to Catholic Sunday school, and uh, we're just going to adopt that kind of a mentality. Good. Uh, Titanic 5, Kung Pao oh, 4, Pregnant to a Kiss 2, Vanilla Sky 2, only one for Hard Rain, one for the Hulk, none yet for Lord of the Rings, my own private Idaho or Pearl Harbor, but they'll get there. Our 334 votes, not bad. We're getting a few votes considering this is like, uh, you know, very secondary. We got bigger fish to fry. Oh, speaking of that, more than 170 gay men and women filed a lawsuit yesterday challenging the Florida law prohibiting them from obtaining marriage licenses. This is so bizarre. You see who's uh, filing the suit? No. 
Ellis Rubin. Oh, you told me about that. Not that he wants the publicity or nothing like that. He used to be one of the real, back in the Anita Bryant days, one of the notorious homophobes in South Florida. But now that he's got some uh, publicity, I mean, he's got some uh, people. The suit filed in Broward County Court is believed to be the first formal legal challenge to the state law specifying that marriage licenses be issued only to parties consisting of one male and one female. An idea whose time has come can never be stopped, said Attorney Ellis Rubin, who evidently has seen the light, who represents the 175 plaintiffs. The idea's time is now. The suit names only Broward County Clerk Howard Foreman as a defendant. He issues wedding licenses in the county following state laws. The recent Fuhrer, oh, oh did he say Fuhrer? Yes, you did. Get that arm up in the air, man. The recent furor over same-sex unions was sparked by Massachusetts Supreme Court, yada, 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 and it goes on. We're people, we're human beings, American citizens, we pay our taxes, said James Stewart, a retired teacher from Dania Beach. It's an old cliched line, but you know what? If we're going to pay our taxes, we deserve every right that should be granted to every American citizen. And James, you are... Absolutely correct, sir. Right. A spokesman for Governor Jeb Bush, the president's brother, reaffirmed the governor's belief Wednesday in the sanctity of marriage. The governor believes marriage should be between a man and a woman, spokesman Jacob DiPietri said. We've had a law in the books in Florida since 1977, but of course that was the need of Bryant days, banning gay marriage, and the governor took an oath of office to uphold the laws of the state. Right. Except, of course, to carry out the uh, constitutional amendments that are passed by the public, right? Right. Well, now you're nitpicking again. He's got some devious plans, by the way, the governor. Yeah, they like him. Lawrence says, I sent the following letter to Senator Graham and Bill Nelson, as well as Representative Elsie Hastings. I also emailed Cheap Channel regarding their decision. I told them I would boycott their stations and people advertise with them. Keep up the good work. It says, Dear Senator Graham, I realize this is your last term in office, yet I'm very disappointed that our representatives are standing by and letting our freedom to choose what we hear and watch being infringed upon. The FCC and this administration are out of control. This infringement upon our right has to stop. I think he meant all right. This infringement has to stop. The Constitution is being trampled, and the rights of the individual are not being respected. I find it disturbing, says Lawrence, that government officials receive monies from the organizations they're supposed to regulate. Who's supposed to speak up for the rights and the principles upon which our country was founded? Please help us retain our right to speak and listen. Thank you for your attention. Signed, Lawrence. Here's the facts. The worst movie ever was U-Turn with Sean Penn, says Jorge. U-Turn. Got it? Okay. Uh, wow. Oh, and then, hmm? took us over two hours to get to this. This was going to be the first thing I was going to talk about today. And don't let me forget that article about Matt Drudge is so gay. I, <laughs> oh, it's coming up soon. Forget that. It's in the pile. Here's a fax from Jared in Miami Beach. Hey, by the way, Jared, uh, lose a little more of that weight. It says, Neil, the fundamental difference at the center of the gay marriage issue is this. Those who oppose gay marriage don't view the issue as one of equal rights or civil rights. Furthermore, they don't view it as a form of discrimination akin to that of suffrage or ethnicity or color. Well, you know what? Guess what, Jared? We don't care. The gay rights movement is attempting to draw a nexus between gay marriage and equal rights legislation. This will never fly in America. Oh, surprise, baby. You're so wrong. As a society, the majority is free to establish those moral principles that it determines to be essential to the preservation of the social cornerstones upon which the society is built, like slavery, for example. It is clear that an overwhelming majority of Americans oppose gay marriage, just as an overwhelming majority of Americans oppose blacks being able to ride on the school bus or go to the same schools or drink from the same water fountain. Jared. Don't forget swim in the pool. Right. Oh, God forbid. Gays have a, that's one reason blacks can't swim so good is they don't have too much practice, at least not in America. Gays have historically unprecedented rights in America. Oh, please, please. Man, this guy, you talk about an idiot. What are you talking about? In some states, civil unions are recognized. Gay adoption is recognized. 
Well, whoop-de-doo. Many corporations have extended benefits to gay employees' partners. Gays should stop and smell the roses and be grateful for the overwhelming tolerance that's been evidenced by all of these facts. America should not be held hostage by a small majority of extremists whose agenda is to force gay marriage down our throat. There's that gay agenda again, says Jared in Miami Beach. You are a moron, man. We should kiss your feet and be thankful that you've thrown us a little bone. Oh, thank you so much. <coughs> You're an idiot, Jared. Netherlands, Denmark, Canada. I could name you 80 million countries, okay, that conveys a hell of a lot more rights than they have in the U.S. of A. That are a hell of a lot more progressive and living in the... Uh, and there's a the poll in California that I read this morning in the SF Gate, San Francisco paper. Yes. Even though I, th I, don't, I don't want to misquote the stats, but because it was a little bit, uh, there was like 50 to 44% against gay marriage, but the constitutional amendment thing, it was, uh, they're against that. And if you look at the demographics of the people that were polled, can I say that, the people that were polled, the For people sure. who took the poll, among 18 to, uh, I think it was 18 to 29-year-olds, 58 to 38 percent favor gay marriage. It was only when you get to the older fossils who want to, you know, maintain the status quo, you know, the old fuddy-duddies, they're overwhelmingly against. But, of course, the younger people, guess what? They're going to be in control in just a few years. They're the ones who are going to be doing the voting. They're the ones who are going to be the, doing the deciding. And so what, I hate to break the news to you, Jared, but you were absolutely incorrect, sir. Get a life. Read some history. Get out of the country. Get out of the beach once in a while. In fact, just go down on South Beach and see what they do to your ass. See, in the olden days, I might have some more to say about that, but we'll let you just imagine. Twelve minutes past noon at 560 WQM. Hey, the last time you looked at it, you decided is really... See, I, this copy, I think, is way over the line, Todd. You better get... Here's another excuse for Todd to get off his lazy ass and do some new copy for Fast Train. This copy is unacceptable, man. It is pornographic. It's obscene. Wouldn't you agree? I would. So, if you'd like to have a bigger paycheck, if you'd like to have a life that's going somewhere instead of, like, moving your feet real fast and going nowhere like on a treadmill, here's the answer. Call the folks at Fast Train toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN because they can help you start a brand-new, high-paying commuter, commuter and computer sure. career. In just four short months, Fast Train can help you get a new, high-paying computer career. The demand for computer professionals continues to grow, so call them today and get started right away and say bye-bye to your dead-end job. Call them toll-free at 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Be sure to mention Todd Direct. They will laugh their ass off. Seven locations for you in South Florida. Fast Train's bound to have a campus convenient to where you live. Fast Train offers job placement, financial assistance for people who qualify with day, night, and weekend classes. No excuse to stay no more in that dead-end job. Like I said, if you register now, by the end of the summer, you can have yourself a new high-paying career and a big, fat paycheck. Check them out on the web at FastTrain.com and then call them toll-free and turn your life around. Call 1-866-FAST-TRAIN. Live and Radio 560, QAM. Result of a wardrobe malfunction? Then you may be eligible to collect millions in damages from Janet Jackson. Do you suffer from any of the following? Damaged eyesight from staring at your TV from four inches away? I'm going blind. Carpal tunnel syndrome from rewinding your TiVo over and over and over again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And again. Oh. A home nipple piercing gone awry. Ah. Or chafing. Oh. Then join the class action lawsuit against Janet Jackson. Or Miss Jackson if you're nasty. Make Janet Jackson's downfall a windfall for you. Call 1-800-TITTLE-8-NOW. Suing Janet Jackson is not a substitute for getting a life, getting off your butt, and getting a job. 
You know what I'm thinking? Doing the show on the internet—that's the only—that's the way of the future, man. Forget about satellite radio right. because there's only how many of them are there in the country? About thirty, man. Yeah, nobody really has those, and nobody wants to pay to listen to the radio. And now, but the internet, unless you got a big fat ego, are you sure? Uh, your show, you can hear it for free. And now with the, the wireless technology uh, doing what it's doing, and everyone having hotspots, you can pretty much listen practically uh, anywhere. Right, exactly, on your phone. Very right. On your pop-up toaster, on your sure. uh, wristwatch, or anything. And very soon in your car. And screw it, even on some of those magical instruments that she carries around. Tubas, trombones. Uh, Andy hey. in Miami says, this This is the, well, first of all, it says, worst movie ever, John Revolta's Battleship Earth. Amen, sister. Really? Oh, man. It's Battlefield Earth, I believe. And he says, that this is this is perhaps the most amusing thing that I've ever read out of facts in my life. Is it possible for a Beasley affiliate <laughs> to pick up Howard Show? <laughs> <laughs> With all due respect, my answer is no. No. Ain't going to happen. So, what do you think? And uh, if you stop and think about who in the South Florida market is going to pick up the Howard Sperm show, I don't. Uh, you name me somebody else that owns stations beside Beasley, uh, Cox, and uh, Infinity doesn't have any stations in the market. There have right. been rumors for years they were going to like uh, buy some, yeah, yeah. but Infinity don't own no stations in South Florida. Now, if the Beasleys wanted to sell their stations to the Infinity folks and they wanted to put Howard on and they wanted to pay all the rest of us off, that would be just uh, all right. fine. <laughs> well, what about uh, Sunshine Wireless? Right. Let's see. Here's a long fax. Worst movie is Master of Disguise with that ass Dana Carvey. P.S. I'm leaving this year for Australia, and I just came back from England. The so-called stuffy Brits say the F-word all the time on BBC, and they do rip the crap. I see I've changed it a little bit for uh, the benefit mm -hmm. of the audience. And they rip the crap out of the U.S. We're a laughing stock for them. Well, we're the laughing stock for the whole world because uh, that booby thing, man, it wasn't bad enough before that we had Bush, and they were laughing, and they were also scared at the same time. But now, now they will fear you, okay? Because now they realize, and then this whole uh, this super religious thing. Be afraid. Oh. Be very afraid. When you're dealing with religious fanatics, as some of you should well know, you got real tourists, as they say in Ethiopia. Real tourists. Oh, speaking of that, before I take some more calls, I've been, uh, and then we got that Matt Fudge story. I love it. Man charged after defecating in diaper. Can we read this story on the air? Well, it's in the Associated Press, so I guess so. It's a news story from Penaquinock, New Jersey. I never heard of that. Did you? No. But I think I'm pronouncing it right. I hope so. Penaquinock. A Patterson, New Jersey man faces child endangerment charges after allegedly showing up at a Roman Catholic school clad in a diaper and pink stretch pants. <laughs> Did they let Freaky Carlos out again? Oh, no. He gets around. William Rode the Turd, 53, was wearing an orange jumpsuit and handcuffs when he appeared Tuesday in Superior Court in Morristown. Judge Salem Vincent Otto wanted to make sure that Rode understood the charge lodged against him. Rode nodded his head when the judge asked if he understood the charge. Otto then ordered him returned to Morris County Jail in lieu of $75,000 bail. He's scheduled to undergo a psychiatric evaluation on March 12th. Police said he showed up at Holy Spirit School at dismissal February 13th, seeking a job application when his request... <laughs> oh, no. When his request was denied, he defecated in a diaper and fled on foot, police said. Lincoln Park Police arrested him a short time later near a supermarket. Oh, I sure hope it was on the outside of the supermarket, not on the inside. Going to get another diaper. Woo! Holy moly! Wow. WQAM, hello. Mr. Rogers, how's it Yes, sir, okay. All right, I just wanted to express my disgust with uh, John Hogan and the rest of those creeps in Creep Channel. 
Let them have it. Yeah, man. I mean, it's just disgusting how first day in the 20th century tried to discriminate everyone by color and then sex, non-sexuality and cigarettes and all the other crap they throw in there. But uh, I just wanted to add uh, two movies to that list, Phone Booth with Colin Farrell and Crabzilla. Uh, see on the red planet, Neil. All right. See on Mars, man. Although I think that uh, Bush has got a he's got a leg up on that. Oh, we'd like to give him the other leg up on it too. Go ahead, have a good time, Georgie. Uh, Bush, that is. Thanks. Phone booth. And what was the other one? Uh, he said Crabzilla, but I never saw that one. Crabzilla. <laughs> see, I guess I should have warned the audience ahead of time. We're not saying too much. Crap. Once in a while, you know. Once in a while, a little crap. is too good, is okay, but too much crap. is not good. Okay, that, that's the uh, in the memo. Little crap is okay, not too much. WQM, hello. Nothing like taking ten years. WQM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil, I just want to thank you for the lovely tickets for tomorrow night's game. I appreciate it. Okay, excellent. You were one of those people that showed up. That yeah, was number one. Good. All right, thank you, sir. Th enjoy it. Bye. Let's see, who are they playing the Caps tomorrow? That should be another win. I would think the Caps are like uh, marginal at best these days and all season long. Panthers have got a, still got a shot. They're what, seven points behind uh, the Islanders and nine behind Montreal, something like that. They're on fire thanks to Bobby Luongo, who just uh, keeps making 35 and 40 saves a game. He's the best in the league. I've been saying that for a long time, and nobody would believe me. I mean, what do I know? I mean, I'm no guilty. Mike Hudson, Matt Drudge is so gay, why doesn't he say so? This is in the Niagara Falls Reporter, right down the road from me, eh? Hey, don't forget to read that story about Matt. Oh, yeah, okay. Being a cyber gossip looks like such an easy job, I, I'm tempted to take it up myself. The great thing about it is that you apparently don't have to talk to any of your sources. I used to be in show business, and I've lived and worked with a lot of great gay people. My best friend from childhood and old bandmate, Tim, is queer and has been open about it for the past 30 years. About 30, man. My sister, Linda, is openly gay as well and lives in one of the red states where that can be a big problem. So when cyber gossip Matt Drudge published a half a dozen demonstrably false stories last week about Senator John Kerry having an affair with a grown woman, I asked the question with no malice. Because it's been my observation that no one is more interested in the heterosexual doings of grown men and women than repressed homosexuals. Drudge, who made his bones reportedly heavily on the various uh, real and imagined sexual dalliances of former President Bill Clinton, uh, has vigorously denied his homosexuality, perhaps because his largely Republican right-wing audience would look unfavorably upon it. I wrote him an email and asked if he was a homosexual. He didn't answer. Like I said, I don't care what a man and woman do in a bedroom, and I don't care what a man and a man do in a bedroom. Keep the kids out of it, and everything's fine by me. But Drudge seems to take great delight in peeking under other people's covers, while at the same time failing to fess up to his behavior, uh, his political bedfellows might deem unnatural. Drudge's pals in the media, the drug-addled Rush Limbaugh, or the serially married and estranged from her family Dr. Laura, have similar problems. So does the family values Harpy Ann Coulter, who remains childless and unmarried, and has demonstrably lied about everything from Vice President Cheney's resume to her own age on driver's licenses taken out in various states. Bill Bennett, former education secretary, drugs are another one of Drudge's favorites, has proven to be a degenerate gambler as records of his million-dollar losses in Vegas and Atlantic City show. The worst of all is probably Fox News pundit Bill O'Reilly, whose phony populist palaver seemingly has convinced many he's looking out for you when, in fact, he's a lying, racist coward. Sometimes being in the media business is something you're almost ashamed to admit. Drudge's homosexuality doesn't disturb me. Nor does Bennett's gambling degeneracy, Limbaugh's drug use, Coulter's obvious mental problems, or O'Reilly's hypocrisy. It's a free country, and we're all pretty much allowed to go around saying whatever we want. Oh, I guess he hadn't got the message yet, Mike, in Niagara Falls. The right. news travels slowly. What bothers me is that those were the people; these were the people who worked in tandem to get George W. elected. Somehow, Bush lost by half a million votes and still got into the White House. 
somehow when he did get in, he used every tool at his disposal to redistribute the wealth in this country from the poor and middle class to the rich, throw three million people out of work and get about 550 brave young American men and women killed in a war we didn't have to fight. Phonies and cowards like Drudge, O'Reilly, Dr. Laura, Limbaugh, and Coulter facilitated this, and now they have the nerve to call those who disagree with them traitors? None of them served in the military. Indeed, none of them were fit to serve in the military, and yet now they presume to tell the rest of us who is and who is not patriotic. The FCC, headed up by Colin's kid Michael, has launched an investigation into how Janet Jackson's breast, its most interesting part covered by what looked like a sheriff's badge, got onto TV for a nanosecond during the annually abysmal halftime show at the Super Bowl. The FCC would do better looking into shows like O'Reilly's, which played the clip over and over and over again for a straight week in slow motion, or Limbaugh's radio broadcast, which he's admittedly done high, a clear violation of the FCC code. In the meantime, I want to know whether the conservative slime meister Matt Drudge is a closeted homosexual. Since he won't respond, any of you ladies out there with any pertinent information may contact me either by <laughs> phone or email. <laughs> oh, this is great. This is, he's got his, uh, his, uh, email. <laughs> That's a beautiful thing. From the Niagara Falls reporters, Mike Hudson. Since he won't respond, any of you ladies out there with any pertinent information may contact me either by phone or email. <laughs> 26 past noon. Come out, come out, wherever you are, Miss Fudge. Hey, this is the last mortgage you'll ever need. It's the only one mortgage from Financial Group. The benefits are incredible. Incredible. That's right. You pay zero closing costs, zero application fees, zero credit bureau fee, and zero discounted points. Get yourself that new unbeatable low interest rate of just 1.25%. If you have a $100,000 loan, your payments are a mere 334 bucks a month. If you have a $200,000 loan, you pay only 668 a month. What's not to like? And don't forget... Once you refinance or get a new home mortgage from Financial Group, you will never, ever pay closing costs again. So call them toll-free at that new number, 1-866-395-LEND. Get the low-rate mortgage you deserve and then move on to your next property with no further cost or expense. You pay zero underwriting fees, zero dock fees, zero closing costs, even when you move to another property. Get the new low financing rate of just 1.25% with the only one mortgage from Financial Group and never, ever pay closing costs again. Call them today. There's no obligation. They'll explain it to you. For all the details, Financial Group. It's 1-866-395-LEND. That's 1-866-395-LEND. They're an equal housing lender. Restrictions apply. Rates are subject to change monthly. 4.21 APR. Live and local. We're Sports Radio 560. QAM. In Miami Smelly, bad, so repulsive and vile 
Your body cheese smells like a crapper. After it was occupied by Ed Asner, need a shoehorn to get into your car, cause you're too goddamn wild. Oink and squeal, oink and squeal, oink and squeal, fat lady, living with your lover, let's be. Okay, on that point, let's dump that. Yeah. <laughs> I was just—I listened to as much of that as I could Wondering, before the break, yeah. and then I really? thought to myself, "Well, that's going to happen one of these days soon. We'll be in the middle of a bit because we can't remember yeah. all of the lyrics." And then I said, "Well, <laughs> I was surprised to hear it start because, uh, of course, I know the words. I sing them often." Oh, do you? Sure. In the well, shower. she's back in the news, so we, uh, you know, we make no apologies, and certainly we didn't even get anywhere near that uh, tree. <laughs> Rosie O'Donnell, I guess she probably did. Rosie O'Donnell, a married girlfriend. You go, girlfriend. Former talk show host Rosie O'Donnell said she planned to marry her longtime girlfriend in San Francisco today, where more than 3,300 other same-sex couples have tied the knot since February the 12th. You might want to add that one to your list. <laughs> O'Donnell announced her planned wedding to uh, Kelly Carpenter on ABC's... Oh, I, she's not marrying... Is, is that her name? I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's her girlfriend. Okay. On ABC News' Good Morning America, just two days after President Bush called for a constitutional amendment banning gay marriage, in fact, she said the president's call spurred her to come to San Francisco, where city officials continue to perform same-sex weddings, even as the legality of those marriages is being considered by state courts. And Jared on the beach says, no way! I think the actions of the president are, in my opinion, the most violent, hateful words ever spoken by a sitting president, O'Donnell said on the program. I'm stunned and I'm horrified. I find this proposed amendment very, 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 very shocking. One, two, three, four. Four varies. Shocking. And immoral. And you know, if civil disobedience is the way to go about change, then I think a lot of people are going to be going to San Francisco, and I hope they put more people on the steps to marry as many people as show up, and I hope everyone shows up. O'Donnell said she decided to marry Carpenter, a former dancer and marketing director at Nickelodeon, during her recent trial in New York over the now-defunct Rosie magazine. We applied for spousal privilege and were denied it by the state. As a result, everything that I said to Kelly, every letter that I wrote to her, every email, every correspondence, every conversation was entered into the record, O'Donnell said. After the trial, I am now will forever be a total proponent of gay marriage. Well, you go, girl, fat girl. Stay away from the tree, okay? Because I hear the dog done a number on it. Right. Joe in South Miami's got a great fax here. Too bad I can't read this on here either. <laughs> P.S. He says, though, the Matrix sucked. So the Matrix, I guess, now, have we got that on there? we got one of them on there. We can put the uh, that one, the original. The original one, the original Matrix. What, what was the absolute worst movie of the past 15 years? Blair Witch Project, 133. From Justin to Kelly, 40. Geely, 34. The Passion of Christ has got... About 30, man. Oh, it's only been out a day and a half. Wild Wild West, 29. Matrix Revolution 22, The Crying Game, and Batman and Robin each have 19. Freddy Got Fingered 17. Oops. Set of a Woman 13. The Mexican 13. Six Degrees of Separation 12. Pulp Fiction 9. Titanic 8. Uh, Born on the Fourth of July 7. King uh, Kung Pao and the rest of it 7. Enter the <laughs> Battlefield. I'm not reading that. Battlefield Earth 6. Vanilla Sky 5. Pearl Harbor 3. A Prelude to a Kiss 2. See, I want to say one thing to the audience, okay? Well, I'll say a few things. But anybody would say, well, gee, you know, you're really a caving in. See, the choice is either this. Either we'd like go over the line and not be on the air and be out on the street, on the beach, or we just uh, use a little common sense. It's called self-preservation. Survival. Like I said, you can be stupid and stubborn, and you can be both of those things, and it just ain't going to get anywhere. So just kiss your radio right now that at least we're still on the air today. You could sit on the beach with your righteous indignity. Or the righteous brother, the one that's left. 
Let's see. Here is another fax from Anonymous. Well, everybody's anonymous now. Right. <laughs> They're probably oh, yeah. checking your fax machines. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. Did anybody choose the movie Crossroads? Not yet. With uh, Britney Spears and Scott Donahue. Oh, my gosh. Terrible movie. I can only imagine. Terrible movie. Why did Chris Hawk kill Sonny Rosenberg? <laughs> Quote from John Hogan. You got that, Crossroads? Yeah, I got it. We got Quote it. from John Hogan, president of Clear Channel, regarding the Howard Stern Show. Was vulgar? Well, we know that. According to Hogan, if you're not offended or insulted by the Howard Stern Show, if you don't fight it vulgar, you have no sense of common decency. How nice he thinks so highly of Howard's listeners. A poem for the masses. First they came for Howard Stern is the title of this, from Anonymous. First they came for Howard Stern, and I did not speak up because I was not Howard Stern. Then they came for the gays, and I did not speak up because I was not gay. Then they came for cable, and I didn't speak up because I have a dish. And then they came for me, and there was no one left to speak out for me. Also, here's the Clear Channel website. So, oh, this is good. So hopefully it provides people with a list of stations to boycott in South Florida. That's a really good idea, especially since ratings are going on constantly. You might want to go to SouthFloridaTradingZone.com slash stations.html. And it'll give you a list of all the clear channel uh, stations. And then you don't have to subsidize them in any way, and you certainly don't have to listen to them. And you certainly won't tell anybody that you ever would think of listening to their channels. SouthFloridaTradingZone.com slash stations.html. I'm saving that. And don't forget John Hogan, the CEO of uh, Cheap Channel, who's busy singing a song and a dance and being so much holier than now in Washington right now before your unctuous Congress. CEO of Cheap Channel, 2110 San Antonio, Texas, 2110 area code, 822-2828. Leave him a voicemail. Tell him you're pissed off and fired up. 822-2828. Let's see. It says maybe oh, maybe Beasley will pick up Howard. <laughs> Are you people ever going to get it? You must be dreaming. It says Stern is on Beasley's K-Rock 96.9 in Fort Myers, Naples. Oh, I didn't know that. No, you That's didn't. That's WWCN's sister station, your old AM station. Maybe Beasley will pick up Howard. What do you think? No. Huh? I can't believe that. Can you? Why not? What do you mean, why not? The Beasleys have got Howard on in Fort Myers? Maybe they got him for cheap. On 96.9 K-Rock? Well, hallelujah. Let's get him on. Let's uh, start him on Monday morning. What do you say? Sure. Huh? Would fit right in. We might actually take a poll on that, uh, maybe tomorrow. They're all going to laugh at you. No, seriously, what are you, what are you laughing about? I'm, I'm serious. Let's take a poll. Oh, I mean, we'll, love we'll it, take the it... poll. You can give it to the powers yeah. that be. They can zip it over on a fax to the Beasleys in Tampa. I mean, wherever the hell they are in Naples. But it'll never happen here on this Well, station. I mean, see, don't be so defeatist, okay? All right. I mean, I don't want to mess with Joe Rose and certainly the other Howard. Absolutely. I mean, the other Howard, we can stick on like 2 to uh, 5 in the morning and move Joe and Mark up a little bit. <laughs> huh? Well, he's used to getting up real early now, am I right? Absolutely. Yeah, he don't mind. And Geldy, he can just, uh, you know, do sports updates. He can just hang out with uh, the Beast and Clarence. When, when Clarence gave me that song to dance about, why did I do, do, do one show just as a joke, just for fun? Not the regular show, but about sports. And I just uh, about dropped my own load here in I the chair. I mean, come on, idea. Clarence. You, he really is sad. He's pathetic. I mean, I, you know, he's okay, but uh, he's pathetic. You know what I mean? No. Alan says, for a truly unwatchable movie experience, you have to go with Demi Moore's Passion of Mind, tale of a woman who goes to sleep and dreams a completely separate existence. This movie defines pointlessness. As an aside, on the ads for Mel's new movie, I can't bring myself to actually mention the piece of direct by name, there's a credit of a Mel Gibson film. Now call me cynical if you like, but if this movie wasn't made a huge ego trip for Gibson, then why the hell is that credit there? Questions that need to be asked. The FCC needs to investigate, says Alan. <laughs> right. 
But he is going to only make $25 million. After all, he did put up $25 million of his own money to make that uh, piece of violent garbage. And he's going to make $25 million. So like he says, what's not to like? And his father says, the Jews. <laughs> 20 till 1 at 560 WQM. Enterex Diabetic is a really delicious meal replacement drink that just happens to be made for people living with diabetes. But anybody looking to cut down on that unctuous, fattening sugar can drink it and enjoy it because Enterex Diabetic is sweetened with Splenda, which doesn't leave that nasty aftertaste like you get from drinks that are made with aspartame and saccharin. That's aspartame. Say it real fast. It's recommended by doctors and dietitians for people who can't sacrifice proper nutrition just because they're in a big, fat-bottomed hurry. Enterex Diabetic. See, what I'm going to do is I'm going to go, like, way beyond just to show how silly the whole thing is. Right. Enterex Diabetic is a completely balanced nutritional supplement that provides all the essential vitamins and minerals you need for a healthy life, plus fiber, antioxidants, yet it's low in saturated fat, low in cholesterol, too. And Enterex Diabetic is also gluten-free and lactose-free, too. An 8-ounce can provides you with 237 delicious calories of easy-to-digest nutrition. You try Enterex Diabetic once, and I'll guarantee I'll bet Howard's life on it. You'll never go back to what you were drinking before. Absolutely. Bet Howard. You now you can pick it up all over town. It's at Publix, Walgreens, Eckerd's, Navarro, Sedano's, CVS, other local pharmacies, or you can get yourself a free two-pack by just making one easy call. They'll give you one chocolate and one vanilla in that two-pack. Call toll-free 1-866-368-3739 or faster yet, order for yourself online at enterxdiabetic.com and click on where it says free samples. You'll recognize that word free. In fact, tell them that Neil sent you by for the delicious one. Get an additional free special gift, too, when you make the call. Call them today and get your free two-pack. 1-866-368-3739. My and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAQAM. What is Plato's retreat? Twelve forty six, fourteen till one at five sixty QM. We got the Mad Dog at two. The Hebrew Hammer at four this afternoon. Uh Hurricanes baseball tonight. Now who's doing that game? Did we find out? No. Doesn't say here on my schedule. I wouldn't Maybe be surprised it's if it's is it a secret, but probably just as well to keep or it a secret. A surprise. Because I have that one fax. Oh here it is from also Joe in South Miami, who's busy. He says, Mr. Shaw on Monday, but did anyone call in about the play by play of the Hurricane baseball game on Sunday? As a matter of fact, we did have that one call, remember? Yes. That bitter complaint. It says, Fat Boy and Clarence were in rare but true form. <laughs> Meaning the Beast, of course, a.k.a. Brian London, the Beast. If the Beast would have stopped eating for only 15 seconds, you might have understood something he was saying. You would hear him chewing, then slurping on a shake. Then he would say something like, a ball, gulp, slurp, two on the batter. <laughs> yeah. 
Good job, QAM. It says, my little brother's available for the U.M. Bas uh, basketball game this weekend if you're looking to improve your broadcast. Joe in South Miami is pretty porked off about that whole thing with Clarence and his boyfriend, the Beast. It is tragic. But, Neil, can't you do a show on sports? Just once, just one day, and then maybe you'll like it and you'll do it every day. Sports? No, no, Clarence, you idiot. You moron, you quizzling. He was crestfallen, and then he put it back. And then he what? Put it away. Let's see. The nation's top radio host, Rush Limbaugh. Oh, 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 look at this. Yes. <laughs> Miss Fudge. Miss Fudge just can't stop doing it. The nation's top radio host, Rush Limbaugh, warned of growing government intervention in broadcasting content. No. Yes. Limbaugh made the comments after his parent company, Cheap Channel, dropped Viacom's Howard Stern from its stations. Smut on TV gets praised. Smut on TV wins Emmys. On radio, there seems to be different standards, Limbaugh explained. I've never heard Howard Stern, but when the federal government gets involved in this, I get a little frightened. Even the Rushmeisters get nervous, okay? Pop another one. It'll calm you down, or maybe whip you up. If we're going to sit by and let the federal government get involved in this, if this government is going to take is going to censor what they think is right and wrong. What happens when a whole bunch of John Kerry's or Terry McAuliffe start running this country and decide conservative views are leading to violence? Oh, that's what he's worried about. <laughs> right. So in other words, it's okay if his people are doing the censoring, but in other words, if liberals get a hold of it or Democrats, then it's going to be really bad. I'm in the free speech business. It's one thing for a company to determine if they're going to be a party to it. It's another thing for the government to do it, said Rush. Who's duly outraged? How do you like that? Even a Rushmeister is foaming at the mouth. Pop another couple. There you go. By the way, Wilma, he'll be over at 8. Johnny in Miami says, I'm appalled at the recent events concerning the FCC and Michael Powell. When he was appointed as chairman for his outstanding qualifications, such as having similar DNA to Colin Powell, I knew he was going to implant right-wing idealism. All he needed was a scapegoat. Unfortunately, Janet Jackson's plan stunt. <coughs> that was the wrong one. Thank you. To uh, divert attention from her disgusting brother and generate interest in her album gave Powell the excuse to establish the third Reich. Howard Stern may ask WVUM to broadcast the show, but Powell may shut down all independent radio stations or let them be conquered by his cheap channel Gestapo. Hopefully you and George stay on the air. You guys offer the only entertainment on QM. Though Mad Dog is decent, I'd hate to see Moe conquer the waves with Geldy smooching behind him or smooching his behind. QM is a Nazi in disguise with Mo since he kisses corporate tush and keeps guests off the airwaves unless they're his buddies. I just hope Bush and company get sacked in November and TV and radio will be allowed to breathe again, though the election may be, uh, what does it say, forced, and the country will sink deeper into fashion. It might be fixed, I think, is what Johnny's trying to say. And then I can't read whatever you say on the PS there. It didn't, it didn't turn out, and probably just as well. Speaking of QAM, our investigative team uh, found an answer to your question. What was my question? Who's going to be doing that game? Oh, yes? Here's the Sucks. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Joe Zagaki and the Beast. So in other words, Clarence is going back in his cage where he belongs. Come up with some more neat ideas, like some more of those rejoins that say, aren't you grateful that we're doing sports all day long instead of that boring other talk? <laughs> yeah, you know, that was a shot. That was a direct was shot, a shot at us. Yeah, it was. And, of course, he denied it, you know, when I was there. Of course, looking me right in the face instead of coming up with some phony uh, answer. That was a shot. In other words, the only talk that's interesting is sports. Over your dead that's body, right. Clarence, man. You, I, I'm going to say it again. If we didn't have interesting, phenomenal personalities like the Mad Dog and the Humper on, for example, 
and the little dog. If we didn't have those people on here, we wouldn't have any audience because you, you see what audience sports talk draws with uh, with uh, me, you know, on the fan and now on Fox with mealy mouthed uh, people that nobody ever heard of. It doesn't draw squilt, squat, 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 squat. You can't even make up new words. That's illegal. It doesn't too. draw squat. Let's see. Here's one from Brad. Brad, read. Please put down at Russell Crowe crap a beautiful mind. Plus, it says if Jesus would gay was gay, would he be a passion fruit? Oh, that's sacrilegious. That's bad. I think we give that the, the buzz. Okay, that's bad. You got it. A beautiful mind. Got it. How can you say that? It was a, well because he was in it. So Rush is getting a little bit all on fire. What's going to happen? If, see, I hate to break the news to you, Rush. And, uh, no, confuse him with the facts. But it's not Carrie. And it's not a Terry McAuliffe, even though, of course, they don't have the balls to stand up to it. But it's not them who are in charge right now. No, it's your fascist agenda, okay? It's the Powell family. It's the Bush family. It's the Nazi family. Those are the ones who are in charge, and they know they can get away with it because they put these other people in a position. What, you're not going to defend smut and stuff like that, are you? No. Oh, no. Oh, we're not going to do that. No. That's bad. No, no way. So do you want the lineup of uh, K-Rock? What do you mean by that? Just to confirm that Howard is indeed on the schedule. No, I, I know he's on. Right. He's still on. Right. Why, why, why do we need oh, that? Because they faxed it and so there. Well, I'm sure they must stream his show. He's certainly ended up working for a much bigger company than we are. Infinity must stream uh, their show, at least that show, right? Presumably. Right. So they can go to K-Rock or any of the other uh, like major stations that he's on. I'll say it again. Cheap Channel only had Howard on six stations. Unfortunately for the Howard Stern fans in South Florida, Big was one of them, but he and, and Orlando was another one. And the other ones were like in Rochester. I mean, who cares about Rochester except my friend Brother Wheeze and Pittsburgh and San Diego. And where was the other one? There were six. I don't know. Uh, Louisville. Small potatoes. So Miami was far and away the biggest of the markets that he was in that he's uh, off now because of Clear Channel. So, the, you know, they got 1,200 stations and a whole bunch of them are like in, little, like in Geneva and in uh, Ypsilanti and Irondequoit, places like that. September 11th, Commission urges Rice to testify publicly, Bush to meet full panel. Well, they don't want no part of that. The Federal Commission reviewing the 9-11 attacks expressed disappointment yesterday with National Security Advisor Condoleezza Rice for refusing to testify in public. Good old Condoleezza. They said, please, Condoleezza, and she said, no. Although we've met privately with Dr. Rice, we believe the nation will be well served by the contribution she can make to public understanding on the intelligence and policy issues being examined by the commission, the 10-member panel said in a statement. The bipartisan commission also urged President Bush and Vice President Cheney to talk to the full commission instead of just the chairman and vice chairman. The commission plans meetings in March with Bush, Cheney, former President Clinton, and former Vice President Gore to discuss what they knew before the 2001 attacks. Clinton and Gore have agreed to meet with the full panel, but haven't said whether they'll testify publicly. Clinton said, okay, as long as you don't ask me about Monica and that stain. White House spokesman Scott McClellan said Bush was still discussing the time and format of the meetings. Bush has said he didn't think his public testimony was necessary. Right. Oh, everything's got to be behind closed doors, like those energy meetings with Cheney. Everything's got to be a big secret. Government in the dark. That's what they like, in the dark, behind closed doors. And then they just uh, lie to you. They just make it up as they go along. Look at that Blair Witch Project, boy. There's just nobody. Uh, you were right. George said that right off the bat. What was the absolute worst movie of the past 15 years? Blair Witch Project, 150 out of uh, 522. So it wasn't just bad. It was a cruel, dirty It was an trip. embarrassment. And, then, of course, a lot of people got sucked into spending money to go see it, and they really got bent out of shape. Yes, and rightfully so. From Justin to Kelly, 52. Geely, 39. Passion of the Christ, 37. It's only been out a day and a half. I'll say it again. Day and a half. 
Wild Wild West 36, Matrix Revolution 25, The Crying Game 21, Batman and Robin 20, Freddy Got 19. <laughs> I'm not saying that. You crazy? No, don't even think it loudly. No. I don't want to see it. That's for damn sure. Uh, Sen of a Woman 16, All Right. Battlefield Earth 16, The Mexican 13, Six Degrees of Separation, that was George's 13, Pulp Fiction 12, Titanic 10, everybody else single digits. Kind of like probably what happened to Freddie, you know, single digit. We can only hope for his sake. Which one? WQM, hello. QAM? Uh, yes, sir. Yeah, Neil, please. Speaking. Speaking. Yeah, okay, nice talking to you, schmuck. He lost his cajones right there on the floor. Can we say that? Twelve. I beg your pardon? Floor? On the floor. F-L-O, flow. Remember, she used to be one of the Supremes. 1256 at 560 QAM. Live and local. This is Sports Radio 560. QAM. Hi, all my favorite Republicans. This is Matt Drudge. And it's time for the... Excuse me, I'm floating. It's time once again for the Neil Rogers... One to two. Power. <laughs> I want a full investigation. The children, the children. What about the children, the children, the children? I want a full investigation. The children, the children. What about the children, the children, the children? What about the children? Michael Powell want to know where the group at. Russell Powell got a gal that'll teach that. He don't want you to ever see that. All to do, all to think, all to say crap. And I'm qualified to spoil this brat. Got the gig as a gift from his old man. Speaking with broadcast executives this morning, they say all these moves by Clear Channel obviously had an effort to improve their image on the eve of this Capitol Hill hearing. No, I can't believe that. A little blurb from Howard. He actually wasn't saying anything. Robin was doing all the talking. And as usual, full of crap. But at any rate, uh, no Howard Stern on Cheap Channel, and uh, don't hold your breath to see it come back. Uh, I think it'll be Monday morning on QAM, new morning show preceding us. Yeah, Greg just popped in said he's going to go work on it right now. <laughs> I'll bet he did. Was he scratching his head when he said it? Not his head. Watch it. I didn't say nothing. 102 at 560 WQAM. Rectum. On a really bizarre Thursday, boy. No Howard Stern. Cheap channel in the six markets, uh, most of which uh, forget about him. But nevertheless, dropped Howard Stern. And, of course, the big hearing is going on right now. And John Hogan, the CEO. 
Oh, Chief Channel is testifying. Oh, apologizing, wants to apologize, and that material never should have gone on our air, and Howard Stern's a potty mouth, and we apologize. A lot of folks believe maybe that keeps the door open for him possibly returning to those uh, stations. See, he keeps he keeps saying this, but it seems to me that uh, this clown, this Hogan guy, said, no, uh, we, we've uh, terminated him from our stations, and we will not put him on again. So this guy evidently is not listening to what um, Hogan is saying. Right, or your show. Well, that's for sure. I mean, who would want to listen to this? Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line on a very ugly day as democracy is officially dead in the USA. In fact, look at that headline here in the paper: "Democracy declared officially dead in the U.S." Eh? WQAM, hello. Hi, I want to talk to Neil and let him know something about uh, one of the actors that had died recently. Speaking. Hey, Neil. Um, yeah, one of the actors by the name of Carl Anderson. Ironically, he happened to play. Uh, Judas and Jesus Christ Superstar. Really? He kicked the bucket yesterday, for lack of better terms. Oh, no. <laughs> so, yeah. Perhaps it was while somebody... watching Jesus Christ Superstar, perhaps it was while watching Passion of the Christ. Mm. So, with that in mind, just like thanks, thanks for the bad news. Oh, no problem. Have a good one. You too. Bye. See you. Greg in Miami Lake says, ironically, my headphones aren't working properly, but I'm listening to Rush and I can only hear the right side of my earplugs. When I tune into your show, only the left side works. What do you think that means? I think it means you need to get rid of, uh, you're having a Rush problem. Greg, trying to be very amusing. Our, uh, let's see, I care here in Penfield, Dave in Rochester, he cares. Oh, that's right, because, uh, Stern's off in Rochester. So we got somebody listening in Rochester. I wonder if that's my friend Dave that I went to school with that I had to be new with. It could be. Anyway, they're pissed off in Rochester, folks. They're PO'd in Louisville. They're foaming at the mouth in San Diego. They're psychotic in Miami. And in Orlando, it's talking about what a Mickey Mouse operation Clear Channel is. And who's the other one? Oh, and in Pittsburgh, they still can't see what's going on. Too much crap from the coal mines. Oh, Pittsburgh's a little bit on the schmutzy side. 5670560, pound 560 on the AT&T and Verizon Wireless Line. WQAM, hello. Hey, Neil, how you doing? Pretty good. Excellent. Uh... Uh, my uh, suggestion for your poll on the worst movie ever. Yes, uh, sir. Pootie Tang, if I can say that. Oh, 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 watch it. Uh, yeah, it was with uh, Chris Rock. It was about this uh, black gangster pimp that stays in the neighborhood that uses his, uh, his belt as a weapon. Yeah. It was just really nasty. That's the only movie, I, movie I've, I've ever walked out on. What word did you say? Pootie uh, Tang. Cutie? Cutie Tang. Cutie Tang. Okay, thanks, pal. Breakfast drink. No problem. You'll be knocking on your door in a few minutes. Five, six, seven, yeah. Oh, and we got that. Now, I think we can still play that. Can't we? What? <laughs> Martha, I can't get up. What do you mean? Well, the older I'm getting, the tougher it is to climb out of bed and start the day. George doesn't know it, but this morning, he's getting Prune Tang, a brand new breakfast drink that'll get him up and active before he knows it. Here, honey, drink this. Mmm, not bad. Tastes like cranberry juice and tuna. I'm feeling good. I feel like I could move a mountain. Come here, you little muffin. Oh, George. Don't let age get you down. Try the new breakfast drink sweeping the rest homes of America. New Prune Tang. Prune Tang. It stores everywhere. Oi. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. Certainly big in South Florida, right? Sure. Put a new wrinkle into our whole dealer. Josh, Josh <laughs> never heard that bit before, apparently. I see, and? <laughs> oh, the reviews are in. He enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, that's good. There's one we can play. <laughs> Mark it down. In well, fact, start I got a better list. idea. I got a whole new idea. Instead of making a list of the ones that we can't play anymore, mm -hmm. let's make a real short list of the ones that we still can play. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're up to one. 
There's now, one now, for you. We're up to one on our calendar. WQM, hello. Hey, Neil, how's it going? Okay. Hey, I, talked, I talked to you earlier today about uh, what happened on Zeta. And what I wanted to ask you is what happens with all the uh, advertisers that, uh, you know, paid to advertise on the Howard Stern show and all They all cancel. Pages? They all go away. And, I mean, there's nothing that they can say or do about this? I mean, because I'm sure like they, what? they, they, they can't. They can't force them to put a program on. All they can do is cancel their advertising. They can't force them to put it back on. Oh, it's just amazing that it's come to this. Yeah, that's uh, the understatement of the century. Good luck to us, Pally. I'll see you right at the border there, right at the uh, falls. Hop right across. Swim, swim. Five, six. I'm telling you, I mean, I know it. I know it because people listen to the show and they say, oh, boy, that Neil sure is a hysterical, man. He sure gets everybody whipped up. Yeah. And they think that I was exaggerating, but you could smell it, man. The aroma from Michael Powell, it was just unbelievable. And you could see the, the psychotic look on his face and the, uh, the feigned outrage. And I underline the word feigned. Feigned outrage. This is disgusting and it must not. And this is just an excuse for them to take over the airwaves. It's just part of the whole fascist movement in America. So when I told you a long time ago that a bunch of Nazis stole the election and have taken over your government, you better goose step in line or else. And we had the Attorney General putting a uh, a sheet over a statue so we could cover up a woman's breast. I mean, what are we talking about here? Breasts. And then, of course, the constitutional amendment to ban gay marriage, which is so important, not, so they can pander to these fundamentalist lunatics. We've got the religious nuts. And, and the irony, like I said before, the irony is that after 9-11, and we saw a graphic, grotesque example of what fundamentalist religious extremism is all about. And that's what's taken over this country. And everybody's screaming, oh, where's Osama? And uh, there's still a few Taliban running around, and uh, we got to get these uh, Muslims. Yeah, I'm not so worried about I'm not nearly as worried about the Muslims as I as the fundamentalist lunatics in this country right now. Right on. Including the ones running it. The ones who took over, who stole it right in broad daylight. And you, you talk about an October surprise. I don't think that, uh, see, my philosophy is this. I don't think that there's anything, and I do mean anything, that they won't do to hang on to the uh, reins of power. Whatever it takes, I agree. That's what they'll do. They're evil doers. They're the evil doers. WQAM, hello. QAM. Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, Neil. I got a suggestion for your poll. Yes, go ahead. Uh, glitter. Glitter. Yeah, the one. All that glitters on. turns to crap. Okay, thanks, pal. Glitter, he said, that was grotesque. Right. It blew. Oop. WQAM, hello. Hello, Neil. Yes, sir. Hey, how you doing, sir? I'm doing all right. I'm hanging. Love your ready show. Yeah. Um, um, I just wanna, <laughs> I just wanna ask uh, uh, George a question. Does he know any escort side where I can go and uh, and pick up something? <laughs> yeah, you can pick up something and then rush can get you some pills to help make it go away. Gay, <laughs> straight, or animals? <laughs> where you can go and pick up something? Yeah. I'll look in my directory. I think it's called chlamydia. Five or, or worse. Five. Oh, oh, they're nailing somebody's hammering in my. Do you hear that? Can you hear no, it? No, maybe it's Jesus. Oh my goodness! I think they're hammering some of them uh, passion nails. Maybe they're crucifying right there on the roof. All right. Oh, there he goes. He just fell down again. WQM. Hello. Hey, Neil. Yes, sir. How are you doing? All right. All right. No, I, I know you've been reading about a whole bunch of cover-ups and stuff about the government. But there's a big cover-up going down here in South Florida. Did you read about it yet? No, about what? Well, they want that. Yeah. We just signed Jay Feely. And now now he wants to, he, they, they, he left a release saying he wants to uh, 
Sanjay Fiedler back? What's he wants that, to bring man? back Jay Fiedler? Yeah, he wants to bring back Jay Fiedler. That's what he said. And we just signed Jay Feely. Wow. Sounds really touchy-feely to me. Call up one of the sports shows. I'm sure they'll be delighted to talk about it. I think Clarence put him up to making that call, don't you? No question. It's a sports call. Do we care about touchy-feely? Well, maybe we do, but certainly not uh, that. Call up a mad dog. He will evacuate on it all he can. He'll uh, get all whipped up into a frenzy, I'm sure. What was the absolute worst movie the last 15 years? Like I said, Blair Witch, nobody going to touch that. 157 from Justin to Kelly, 62. Geely, 45, with your friend J-Lo and Ben... What's his name? What's ben. his name, Ben, ben. Dover? Geely, 45, Passion of the Christ, 40. Wow. Wild Wild West, 37. Matrix Revolution, Revulsion, 27. Battlefield Earth, 23. The Crying Game, 22. Freddy Gotten, 21. And Batman and Robin, 20. A set of woman, 18. I had to throw that in there. Set of a woman. Twelve minutes after one at 5.60 QM. Oh, look at that. Intelligence services. The Secretary General's office says, if true, the allegation is disturbing. It's disturbing, okay? A lot of disturbing things going on. Live and local. This, this is 5.60. The radio's all yours now. QM. A new FCC-approved MTV. We cleaned up our act in accordance with the project for a new American century. Carson Daly? <laughs> yeah. You're out of here. We got a brand new MTV VJ by digging up the body of Snooky Lanson. Hey, Snooky, you're on. Oh. Well, that didn't work out too well. So we found someone even less exciting than a dead man. Meet your new MTV DJ, Harry Smith. Hello, I'm Harry Smith. Join me tonight for the reintroduction of the internationally famous singing group from Australia, The Seekers. There's a new world somewhere. Seekers on continuous loop starting tonight on the new FCC approved MTV. This is Federal Communications Commissioner Michael Powell. I'm certain you'll find this an appropriate form of entertainment. Parental discretion advised for Jungle Baby Beat. 117 at 560 WQAM. Well, we can't keep everybody happy. John out there in Radio Land, who's uh, evidently in Dade County. John is disgruntled, but he's still listening right now. Have a great day, John. John says, Dear Neil, Years ago, you got upset because you didn't want to see a sign you drove by in somebody's yard that read, Vote for Bush. But you displayed buttons that read, No BM. I'm sure not everybody wanted to see that. Did I display those in my yard? No. On my car? No. No, they were like little buttons you put on your uh, lapel to hockey game. No. Idiot. You agreed with the majority that says Las Vegas is great, but to put down a majority that likes vanilla ice cream. <laughs> whatever, whatever that means. You understand that? You're prejudiced against people that like vanilla ice cream, bigot. Right. But I uh, like the people who say Vegas is great. Well, you'll be happy. No, I don't go to Vegas anymore. I'm tired of losing my money. You constantly read articles explaining negative things about Bush, but there are a lot of articles that say good things about Bush that you think they're full of crap. That's why I don't read them, okay? It's called the Neil Rogers Show, not the John Anonymous uh, Faxer Show. You and George preached for months before the election to, to women audience that a vote for Bush is a vote for eliminating women's rights. Surprise, nothing has changed. But they're sure as hell working on it, Roe v. Wade. In fact, they've got the woman. They've got her coming forward. She wants them to change the law. You noticed that, by the way. They got to her. Yeah. On your poll, if anyone votes against you, you consider them crazy people. Right. But the majority for your vote are the sane people. Oh, sure. I can't tell you these things over the phone because you'd hang up on me before I finish the first sentence because I don't agree with you. Right. That's why I'm reading your whole fact, schmuck. 
I think if you allow both sides to give their opinions, your show would be outstanding. Well, guess what? Anybody can give their opinion, whatever they want, until they make an ass out of themselves. And at that point, they, they move on. And, of course, I know that Rush allows everybody to... Uh, no. Right. Give both sides, doesn't he? Sure, he takes... But because you only allow people to speak who agree with you, you're constantly losing the, losing the audience. But not you, though, John. Obviously, you're listening every minute of every day. You're losing the audience you once had before you turned your show into a four-hour agree only with the Neil show. You've become the same person you're constantly complaining the other side is. By the way, Clinton was impeached not because of what he did, but because he lied under oath. Yeah, about sex. Yeah, good thing this about a sexual did. dalliance. That's what it was all about, okay? So cut the crap. And thanks very much for being a loyal religious listener, John. And I'm sure that if you're picked to fill out one of them diaries, that you'll put honestly down that you're listening to us round the clock, day after day after day. And we'll continue doing so until I croak, okay? Right, because lying's a sin. That is correct. WQM, hello. Yeah, I want to talk to Neil. Speaking. Hey, Neil, uh, I just want to call and say these are fascinating times we live in. Uh, you can wake up in the morning, look at the paper, and find out which civil liberty of yours has been stripped. Absolutely. And uh, I also just wanted to say that uh, it seems like other countries, uh, when they have a problem with their government, they seem to be throwing a lot of rocks. So I was wondering if you might want to recommend we do a little more rock throwing here in this country. Maybe that might little... do it. Oh, I'd go out and get a box right now, as a matter of fact. <laughs> okay, well, if you can organize that and you put something on your website about a good rock throwing Rock party, throw. Okay, we're going to be I'm... doing that this weekend, I think. Bring I'm there. I'll be showing up. All right. Thanks, Neil. Let's see. Here's one that says... <laughs> This is funny. I'm always waiting for you to get the funny one. Mr. Rogers, effective immediate. This is, says uh, FCC, Washington, D.C. It's, uh, it's a cutesy. Mr. Rogers, effective immediately. We're installing an electrode into your private tunnel, and I will personally monitor your show. Rectum. Any offensive remarks, bits, etc., will bring a jolt of 12,000 volts. Hope you enjoy it. Govern yourself accordingly, and as our usual facts are Mike. Nice going, Mike, and quit the using that last name again. Pervert. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. WQAM, hello. Hello. Yes, sir. Yeah, I, this is Clear Channel, right? I mean, uh, Neil Rogers show. That sounded like a shot at me. This is not Clear Channel, man. It's Neil Rogers. That sounds like me. Yeah. Hey, it's you. Yeah. I was talking to the guy. All right. No, you're not talking. We don't want you to talk to them. I just want that number for Clear Channel to complain to. Two one zero two one zero at San Antonio, Texas. Two one zero. Eight two two. Eight two two. The schmuck's name is John Hogan. You won't get him. John Hogan. A, Can I yeah. leave a message at least? Yes, they got a voicemail, and when you get that number, leave me. Just rip him an ass. Hand this number out to a lot of people, man. Everybody you know, write it on restroom walls, put it in your glory holes anywhere you can. Yes, sir. All right, good job. See ya. There you go. John Hogan, the CEO, man. You're going to be inundated. You're going to be up to your earlobe with emails and letters and phone calls and voicemails and uh, females. It's going to be wild time for you, Mr. Hogan. He won't care. Because there's a lot of people out there. In fact, I would say probably, uh, well, let's see, Rush on the one hand, but that's a political thing. But, uh, you know, Howard's probably got the biggest audience of any syndicated show other than Rush in America, wouldn't you think? I would uh, think so. But, of course, if you happen to be unfortunate enough to live in one of those cheap channel uh, markets, and I wouldn't be too surprised if Infinity caves in pretty soon, too. This is I, I only see this as the tip of the iceberg with that with that deal. Sure. Because Mel Carmazin is already... And, and like I said before, when you've got four delays, four dump buttons, and a 90-second delay, and you still let stuff go on here like that, somebody isn't doing their job. 90 seconds. And I'm not talking about Howard hard. either. Huh? That's an eternity. A minute and a half. We got a seven second delay. They've got a minute and a half delay. And now CBS and the other networks are going to do this five minute delay because of the Janet Flash. 
Seriously, you people, you need to sit down and stare at the wall and contemplate your navel. Think about this. On the Super Bowl halftime telecast, this is what this is all, at least this is the excuse. This is the rationale behind this new crackdown on immorality, on indecency, on the airwaves. For a second and a half, we saw a partially covered booby. And America has come apart at the seams. Does this not tell you a lot of what you need to know? Yes, Absolutely. Yes, Positively. Absolutely. I want to give you a kiss. I'll bet, but not in the public. Man, when the hell does it stop? And in the mainstream media, you know, the big CNN, MSNBC, why aren't they on there screaming instead of putting these idiotic talking heads around, you know, this is really disgusting and, you know, come on. Hey, do we want to let Channel 4 in here for some for reason? For what? Absolutely not. Okay. Didn't think so. Just we don't do ask. that crap no more. And especially, uh, well, let's see, Channel 4. They, oh, that's the all uh, Rodriguez, Rodriguez station. station. Tom, you'll come on later. You can uh, be on our station with uh, Elliot Rodriguez and every, all the other Rodriguez. And, and Marty Bell. We want to let Channel 4 in for what? Oh, to uh, take pictures of the needles moving. No. <laughs> Positively right. not. I just thought I'd ask. No chance. We don't We don't play that game anymore, okay, with the local media. Now, if Channel 10 would come in uh, one more time and Dwight Lauderdale wanted to do another show on eating, well, we can't say no, that no, anymore. No, we can't. On eating, a, eating a, a food. Meals. And, well, I was even going to say something else, and no, I can't say can't that say either. Anything. It was a certain fruit that is pink on the inside, but, oh, see, man, everything, I, everything you say. Right. Everything you say when I said that's pink on the inside, there we go again. Right. Pomegranates? No. Don't say it. Grapefruit? It's the pits. Five six seven oh five sixty pound five sixty on the AT and T and Verizon wireless line. You got that Anne Marie music queued up? All right. I think here's the new format, folks. All Anne, all day. Right? I know all the words. All, all right. the way. Let's go, Anne. Come on. Four. What a friend we have in Jesus. All right. That'll teach you. You mess around with Canada anymore, we're going to stick Anne Murray on you and Celine Dion. How do you like that? Anne Murray and her mustache. WQAM, hello. Uh, hello, is this uh, Radio Free America? The last one, man. You got it. Uh, listen, I was just wondering when Dafira Bush comes uh, on the airwaves next and uh, tells us that uh, no one's allowed to get married anymore, what should our response be? Probably a good idea. Uh, listen, Neil, uh, where's the closest border checkpoint? Because I need to get the hell out of this. <laughs> I'll see you right at the Niagara Crossing, man, or at, hey, the, listen, or at uh, the Peace Bridge in Buffalo. Unbelievable. Hey, do me a favor. Ask George uh, if he knows anywhere I can go on the Internet and download Kazaa Light. I need to get some uh, free music before they come. Kazaa <laughs> might be a good idea. <laughs> yeah, right. Right. 26 after 1 at 560 WQAM. America, man, your freedoms are gone. You wanted to play this little game with these right-wing extremists. Oh, he's okay, and he wouldn't lie to us, and these people that are over there, this war is well worthwhile, and uh, Saddam was a bad man, and, uh, oh, oh like the man. Wife, he on he the was a bad man. We're talking to adults. He was a bad man, and Condoleezza keeps repeating that, too. He was a bad man. An evil dude. Well, how come we stuck him in there in the first place in 82, and how come we gave him all those weapons so we could kill the Iranians, huh, and they, gas the Kurds? They were and how come uh, our, your, our good buddy Cheney and Halliburton were doing business with him just, uh, let's see, three or seven years ago? And how come we got that picture of Rumsfeld over there shaking his hand with a big smile on his post? He was a bad man. Well, we just didn't know, right? Like Pinochet, we didn't know about him. We didn't know about Noriega. We didn't well, know about the Shah of Iran and his Savak. They used to be, pull people's fingernails out. Careful we didn't you know say about some of these names, by the way. What? I'm not going to say it. 
27 after 1 at 560 WQM. If you're thinking about buying a new car or truck, you want to save yourself a lot of money, who doesn't? We invite you to visit Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. You'll find them on US 1, 20 minutes south of the 836. Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead is worth the drive no matter where you are because they're going to save you literally thousands and thousands of dollars on unbeatable Toyotas. Check out these great prices right now. An 04 Corolla loaded, including air that you own, for just $12,990. An 04 Camry with air automatic and lots more, just $16,990. Need a truck? How about an 04 Toyota Tundra, the safest truck in the country, from just $14,990. And when you buy your new vehicle at Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead, you get a free Sun Pass. This was the first dealer in the area to offer your free tires and batteries for life. You can't beat them. General Manager David Rich and his staff will do whatever it takes to put you in a great new Toyota today. Experience that Armstrong Toyota Homestead difference. Locally owned, locally operated. They're committed to 100% customer satisfaction. Their service department is even open late to late weeknights to make sure that your service work is done and done right. You'll find them at US 1293rd Street in Homestead. And don't forget, it may sound far to you, but it's only 20 easy minutes south of the 836. So if you're sick and tired of those mega dealers who overpromise and underdeliver, then call David Rich, Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead GM, right now at 305-242-3247. That's 305-242-3247 for Armstrong's Toyota of Homestead. Drive a little and save a whole new lot at that... What did I just say? I, I'm not going to repeat it. I said drive a little and save a ton on your brand new Toyota. Now watch it. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. You understand the Gestapo keeps track of everyone. Yes. George Bush. There's a place you can land so that you can avoid Vietnam. Now you said you served active duty just fine. Might you be absent in your mind, George Bush? Your position's at stake because John Kerry is out to seal your fate. It's those questions about the National Guard that might leave your reputation scarred. It's fun to say you're not A-W-O-L, and you can prove you're not A-W-O-L-L. What a funny thing, the military can't find where you were in that one year's time. You partied and you went A-W-O-L, your daddy helped you go A-W-O-L-L. If you'd only come clean with a story that's real, you might earn back voter Brother, I'm going to tell you, they got some uh, DJs debating indecency on this. CNN needs to be taken off the air, I'm telling you that right now. We need If there's anything that needs to be taken off, it's not Howard Stern, it's CNN. Right now. You're talking censorship, Mr. Where do they find these idiots that come on and they got some righteous bitch? You didn't listen to me, and I still thought about well, subjects there was like that. Like and we you. Still, no, but we still talked about things like that, and I didn't invent the subject. And I think if you're, I assume There's you're... There's some broad on her. She's a radio talk host who says, you can't talk about sex on the radio. It's inappropriate, and you have teenage boys. That's right. Teenage boys certainly don't want to hear about sex, do they? No. They want to see all about it. and uh, No, they don't. It. And they certainly don't want to do it. God forbid. Shame on you. You better start cleaning up your own act, man. You don't want to talk about sex on the... Do you think it's okay to talk about sex on the radio? Oh, oh, my head hurts. You know something? I, seriously, the CNN has to be programmed off everybody else's TV set. They're, they're a part and par- parcel of this whole problem in America with this seven-year-old mentality. 
they deal with these issues. Forget about freedom of speech. Forget about freedom of choices. Forget about a sense of humor. I mean, God forbid anybody should have a sense of humor. No, everything has to be taken very seriously, and we have to be really very angry about these terrible things that are perverting our young people. Right. What a crock of crap. Man. CNN, it's the Antichrist, I'm telling you right now. CNN is the, oh, uh, there's Howard. About a community standard, I would think being number one on the radio in a community, that's not the whole... And neither one of these people that they're talking to now understands the new FCC guidelines, which I read a couple of days ago, and I'll say it again. There's no such thing as community standards, local community standards anymore. They've eliminated that in their own fascistic way. They just make it up as they go along. So now, and in fact, I'll read it to you exactly, okay? Here it is. If I can find it. In order to be found indecent, the language involved, whether explicit, double entendre, innuendo, or sound effects, must constitute a patently offensive description or depiction of a sex act, organ, or excretory function. In determining whether language is patently offensive, however, it is important to recognize that local community standards are not used. For as long as any of us ever were in this business, that was what it always was, local community standards, but no, not now. Rather, the FCC now considers whether an average adult listener in the U.S. would find the broadcast matter patently offensive, and the FCC will rely on its own expertise in determining the standards of the average adult listener. So in other words, if you can't figure it out, they'll figure it out for you. The average adult listener in the U.S. So in other words, that's like saying that the people who live in Ishpeming, Michigan, are the same as the people who live in Manhattan. The people who live in Irondequart, New York, are the same people who live in Los Angeles. They will the mentality be. of the people that live in Montgomery, Alabama, is the same as the people who live in Detroit pile of crap is what it is. But that's what they've said, and there's nothing we can do about it. That's the way they've made it. We'll decide. No lawyers, no courts, nobody else, just this old bunch of fuddy-duddies sitting around the table in D.C. somewhere, taking money out of the taxpayers' pockets. We'll sit around and decide, because we have appointed ourselves as the, as the radio viewers. We're the censors, man. We're the Martin Bormans of your radio and TV. And here's this silly bitch sitting there on CNN right now. But do you think sex is okay to talk about sex on the radio? Idiot. Boy, this CNN needs to be off the air now. They need to be taken off right now. Here's one of our regular factions. She says, I pledge allegiance to the cross of the United States of America and to the neocons for which it stands, one right nation under a fairy tale with prejudice and bias for all. And then she says, don't give Ashcroft my name. <laughs> don't worry, no chance. Got some good news, though, a little He's bit. already got it. Can't be all uh, bad news, even though this doesn't really mean as much as it sounds, but it's still good news. A controversial associate of Defense Secretary Donald Rumsfeld has resigned from his seat on a key Pentagon advisory panel. Richard Pearl, a lightning rod for critics of the Bush administration's national security po uh, policies, informed Rumsfeld more than two weeks ago he's quitting the Defense Policy Board. Oh! He confirmed the decision in a letter to the defense chief on Wednesday. We're now approaching a long presidential election campaign in the course of which issues on which I have strong views will be widely discussed and debated, Pearl wrote. I would not wish those views to be attributed to you or the president at any time, and especially not during a presidential campaign. He's out. Pearl is a leading figure of the neocon ideological school and outlines his strong views on wielding U.S. military power against Islamic radicals in his new book, An End to Evil, How to Win the War on Terror. We need an end to evil in America, okay? An end to this neocon crap. An end to these fundamentalist lunatic religions in America, including Mel Gibson. That's what we need. The people who want to impose their beliefs and restrictions and censorship on everybody else. Enough already, okay? Gnug, as they say in China. 
And they're Your children are fans of my decisions. show, and this is what upsets you, and this is why you want the government no, to come in and do the... No, absolutely not. Absolutely not. I, mean, I don't get speech. it. Why do you want to put this on me? That's what liberals always do. They want to put it on the person who's... Oh, wouldn't you know, she's a conservative radio talk show host. Gee. Well, there you go. Excuse me. Excuse me. Did you fart? Oh, here's a... Uh, this will make Clarence happy before the end of the show, even though we did get that one call in about Jay uh, Feely, Goody Feely, whatever his name is, Jay Feeler. We had that one call about... Sports! Now we got another Sports! story. Ravens' uh, Jamal Lewis indicted. Jamal Lewis, the Baltimore Ravens running back, who had the second-highest rushing total in NFL history last season, was indicted by a grand jury in Atlanta yesterday on federal drug conspiracy charges stemming from an incident that occurred in the summer of 2000 just before his rookie season with the team. Lewis, a 24-year-old Atlanta native who was the league's offensive player of the year in 2003, was charged with conspiring to possess with the intent to distribute five kilos of coke and using a cell phone in commission of that act, U.S. Attorney William Duffy said during an afternoon news conference. Also indicted yesterday was Angelo Jackson, a friend of Lewis, who grew up in the same neighborhood. Lewis was traveling from Florida to Atlanta yesterday, expected to surrender the FBI today. Accompanied by his Atlanta-based attorneys, Edward Garland and Don Donald Samuel, who are the lawyers who represented Ravens linebacker Ray Lewis on murder charges stemming from the death of two men outside an Atlanta nightclub in 2000. Ray Lewis eventually pleaded guilty to a misdemeanor charge of obstruction of justice in exchange for the murder charge being dropped and was given one year's probation because he's got to run fast and do stuff like that that has to do with sports. Right. So there you go. Clarence, you happy now or what? No. No, we got a lot more sports, heavy-duty sports. Sports and Anne Murray. I say it's a combo that can't be beat. What do you say? Starts Monday on QM. Anne Murray and Heavy Duty Sports. You can't get no butcher than Anne. I'll tell you that right now. This is Sports Radio 560 QAM. One pill makes you drowsy, my friend, and it also makes you high. In the ones my housemaid gave me, they made me itchy all the time. Go ask Wilma. She'll keep you well supplied. Abounding them goofballs, hillbilly heroin, bring me to a higher astral plane. I can have a groove drug and not get busted. Thanks to my friends in a higher moral place. Go ask Wilma. She'll get you some horse and a handful of goof balls. <laughs> I'm back, my supplicants, and ready to build those ovens to burn cheese and other dissenters' friends. Let's extract the gold out of their teeth and donate the proceeds to the RNC as a show of life support for our glorious leader. Go ask Wilma. <laughs> She'll get you through your show by putting logic out of proportion to justify your seething hate out my ass. I'm talking backwards, my little head friends. Remember what Rush Limbaugh said. All drug abusers should be dead. One forty-six at five sixty WQM. Here's a, a copy of an email, <coughs> email that Lori sent to a uh, cheap channel to John Hogan. 
It says, you people amaze me. You just keep marching in lockstep with the administration. You have the most indecent programming on, which isn't stern. It's Rush. You allow a lying drug addict to be on your airwaves, spewing his hate and lies that aren't supported by fact. Are you going to tell us that Rush was completely drug-free when he was on the air? So Clear Channel supports liars and addicts and people who get their drugs Ill illegally, allowing them to stay on the air. But you'll just make an example of Stern because he provides adult entertainment that John Ashcroft has sexual hang-ups about. Why don't you and the Maze Boys do the decent thing and get rid of 80% of your radio, billboards, entertainment, and TV stations so a fair market can exist in the media? Not one that's run by and beholden to the right wing, says Lori. Excellent job, Lori. Love it. She says his email phones have been busy, so here's what she wrote. And, of course, the email address for John Hogan, the CE oh. of Cheap Channel, is, this is interesting, john.hogan at clearchannel.com. Is that right? Okay, sure. john.hogan at clearchannel.com. Also, you can just go to clearchannel.com slash contact us and let them know what you think of their crap. Just a total cop-out. Bubba loves sponge on Monday. And, of course, knowing that they're going to go testify and that their feet are going to be held to the fire in front of the lunatic Congress. And I'll say it again. I have no problem saying this at all. I've told you before, we got two garbage parties in the U.S. The Republicans are more dangerous and repressive, but the Democratic Party sucks. Because if it didn't suck, there would be people in the Democratic Party who would stand up for one of the most basic freedoms that we used to have, freedom of speech. And wouldn't sit by and watch a bunch of Heinrich Himmlers continue eroding and chopping away at the Constitution and not wanting to change it to put some bigoted piece of crap in there. The Democratic Party is an abomination, a disgrace. And if we had anybody reasonable other than that old fuddy-duddy egotist Ralph Nader as a choice, I'd say, hey, let's go for it. But again, we don't have any choice because the one thing that we have to accomplish is getting these ultra-fascists out of there. But you Democrats aren't a hell of a lot better. And certainly when it comes to this issue, you're just basically in the same area. Maybe a half an inch to the left. Who are you going to go to to try to, like, go to bat? Is there anybody you can go to bat beside the ACLU for free speech? No. no. Your congressman? No. Your senator? No. Your state representative? No. No. Your governor? No. Oh, your governor. Ho, ho, ho. Look out now, your fat-ass governor from PNAC, Project for the New American Century. <laughs> Devious and dangerous as they come. A compulsive liar. Oh, that's cute, Big Arnie. You're not going to read that on either. Nope. I got news for him. I'm going to be real, real, and so will George when he's on, real selective on the things that I read. Yep. Here's one from Gary who says, I know you're thinking this guy is crazy, or is this guy crazy, but take this whole election thing is that Republicans can somehow keep this thing close or continue to perpetuate the myth it's going to be close. Well, then, it's like you always say by hook or crook. These, well, of course. If they can keep the election real close, then it's, uh, what can I tell you? They'll steal it again. And here's a letter from Bob Wexler responding to this uh, faxer in Weston. Dear Mr. So-and-so, thank you for expressing your support for requiring that ballot printers be attached to touchscreen voting machines to produce individually voter-verified voter paper ballots. All Americans understand that elections are not exercises in expediency but in democracy and that the right to vote depends on accuracy. Every ballot in an election must be counted properly and the means for a recount must be available. In this respect, we face the very real possibility of another national election debacle in Florida because 15 of our counties use touchscreen machines without printers and are therefore unable to comply with Florida law requiring manual recounts in the closest of elections. 
I'm consistently pressing Florida officials, state legislators, county commissioners, and supervisors of elections that they must swiftly correct the inequities currently in place in Florida law and election infrastructure. In addition, I've filed suit in circuit court against Secretary of State Glenn Hood and Palm Beach County Supervisor of Elections Teresa Lapour because these machines leave canvassers without the means to conduct a manual recount. I'm a sponsor of federal legislation that requires ballot printers and provides money to states to buy them, but I'm not confident that this Congress will take action on it. Please know that I'll continue to advocate this issue so every voter will be able to verify a tangible copy of his or her ballot. Only then will we sufficiently be ensured that elections in Florida are fair and accurate. Thank you for your interest, and please call if I may be further assistance. I'm Bob Wexler. Good man. One of the few. Give him a good pat on the back. Nice going, Bobby Wexler. He's trying hard, but he's up against it. I'll tell you one thing. If we found any politician that would have the balls, the cojones, to stand up. See, the thing of it is, Howard Stern didn't just go on the air last week. What a shock. Puppet Love Sponge didn't go on the air in Tampa just last week. These are people who have been on the air for years. And, yeah, there were complaints. They're the professional uh, uh, troublemakers who want to, like, get this one off the air. The, the super moralists who are always writing the FCC. Who the hell cares what those people think? And the problem is the FCC uses those people as an excuse to censor what you can hear in the name of entertainment. Most people over the age of seven don't want to hear entertainment that's geared toward a seven-year-old. Oh, what a shock. What a concept. And when the government, when Mel Carmazin is put in a position, the head of a Viacom, of telling the public that, well, whatever, and writing memos saying, well, just pretend you're talking to a seven-year-old. What does that tell you? America, the, the American government treats adults like children. And just like this crap on CNN, you people at CNN make me nauseous. Antichrist, to say that, to call you that would be an insult to the Antichrist. And the uncle, too. Just peddling garbage, caca, propaganda, nonstop. We wouldn't have all these kids dying in Iraq right now if MSNBC or CNN or any of the other ones had any balls. Fox, we know better because they're part of the problem. But they don't. So they just continue parroting the company line, pretending to have these debates and these arguments, these, these silly exercises, or at the end of the, uh, at the end of the brief segment. Well, time to go to a break. Thank you both very much, you know. And they're chuckling and yucking it up. <laughs> eh! 152 and we're pissed off at QAM. Live, live and local. We're Sports Radio 560 QAM. Bill Gibson and Benny Glover are back with two fisted hard boiled action in lethal fashion part four. I'm fine. I'm Christ for God's sake. I was supposed to retire tomorrow, God damn it. Oi, that's me dad you're talking about. With James Gandolfini as the loyal but doubting Thomas. Through all the miracles and magic tricks, people are bound to accept me as their messiah. Come on, you skinny Jew from Jerusalem. We want to buy that. Willem Dafoe as the goblin-like apostle Gallo. I like you. Give me a kiss, precious. And Joe Pesci as Punches Pilot. What kind of name is Punches anyway? Huh? What are you, a jester? Are you jesting me? Come here, I'll show you. I'll show you what Punches is. Lethal Passion Part 4. You're only going down here to the crossroads. Yeah, I know. Approved by the Pope. Nell told him it was pretty good. Yeah. That's one with you, unlucky. 157 at 560. The Mad Dog's standing by. He'll be next to Hebrew Hammer at 4. Uh, MoveOn.org has got something important. I almost forgot about it. They want to do that. All you members of MoveOn.org, and even if you're not, you ought to be involved. Under energy industry pressure, President Bush's EPA plans to defer controls on mercury emissions by power plants for at least a decade. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention estimate that 4.9 million women in childbearing, uh, of childbearing age in the U.S., that's 8%, have unsafe levels of mercury in their blood. Uh. 
The people at hardest will be newborn infants. Every year, over 630,000 infants are born with levels of mercury in their blood so high they can cause brain damage. We have just a few weeks to get public comments to the EPA on this plan to defer mercury controls. It's time to tell the EPA and the White House that our kids come first. You can submit your comment by clicking this link, which they have on there, and then they got uh, much more on it. So go to moveon.org and get with that. Also, speaking of the Internet, I was reading some of the, uh, the stuff on the Internet, the hysteria that's uh, spewing around all over the place today about Howard. Yeah. And uh, they don't stream, uh, they don't live stream his show on there. No. You knew that? I did. I just found out Erica put it in a little window. Not wow. legally, that is. Oh, there, there are ways to get around it, but uh, it's, right. it's difficult. I was reading a whole song dance, and you have to read a whole bunch of stuff to figure out how to get it. Well, right. people, they, if they want they to do it bad enough, it I guess there, they won't. But uh, other people do. I see. Okay, our poll question today, which was, like I said, kind of like uh, window dressing compared to all the other stuff that's going on. We asked, what was the absolute worst movie the last 15 years? we got a pretty good selection. Blair Witch Project, nobody can touch it, 169. From Justin to Kelly, aren't they fabulous? 72. God, you can't complain about their talent because Geely 58, The Passion of the Christ, it's only been out a day and a half, and Christ, it's got 47 already. Wild Wild West 40, Battlefield Earth 31, Matrix Revolution 28, The Crying Game 24, Freddy Got uh, in Trouble 24. <laughs> Freddy's got a finger. Batman and Robin 22, Son of a Woman 20, Kung Pao, uh, the rest of it, eight, uh, 16. Vanilla Sky, 16. Titanic, 14. Pulp Fiction, 14. And the Mexican has got 13. 13 Mexicans. Also, the Hulk, 13. And your favorite, least, Six Degrees of Separation, 13. Okay, listen, we will be on the air tomorrow. Uh, government permitting Mad Dog coming up next, and he better watch his step. Bye, bye, bye. The Neil Rogers Show on Fox News. I want to give you a kiss. You understand the Gestapo keeps track of everyone. Already Absolutely. On